on the 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, the CENF train. Look, Sigmund! Look at the sky! The planet's on fire! It is just as you prophesized! The planets of our solar system incinerating! Like flaming loaves, Sigmund! Like flaming loaves! Hey, before we even get started, you ugly motherfuckers ain't finna be mocking me while I'm on motherfucking stage. Like, straight the fuck up. Nigga, suck my dick. And gangsta boo. Suck my dick. Me. What the fuck? Why y'all do this shit, man? I didn't know they were losing. Hey, Benzibar gonna ruin y'all career. Y'all better without him. Fuck him. He ain't take his pills. <laughs> Boom, Benzibar, y'all. He fucked up the show. That's why the nigga ain't been in the group. No, like we two gonna years. get this together. Yeah, we supposed to go. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. They had to do it. Everybody's sensitive in 2021. They had to do it. Motherfuckers are easily triggered. They had to do it. They had to do it. You know what, bruv? You know what, bruv? Jay Swee, the who? The World Health Organization had to do it. Okay? They had to skip a couple of letters on the Greek alphabet. They had to do that shit for the culture because everybody is sensitive. In 2021, motherfuckers are easily triggered, especially the Chinese. Legit, bruv, the Chinese are a bunch of sensitive thugs. Let's keep it a buck. They be out there talking tough, talking about war, talking about taking over Hong Kong, talking about taking over Taiwan, talking about going head to head with the fucking Americans. But bruh, when it comes to words, when it comes to imagery, the fucking Chinese get easily offended. Let's just keep it a buck. So the World Health Organization had to do it. Legit, to avoid the fucking drama. Bruh, look at the fucking Greek alphabet. Yeah, I'm taking you motherfuckers to school. Look at the Greek alphabet. Bruh, bruh, isololog. We have the Lambda variant of COVID-19. Right? And then that shit, that shit was fire. Bruh, when Lambda was still out here, bruh, niggas were having fun. Facts. South Africa started conducting business yet again. We opened up to the world. Our fucking borders were fucking free for all. The Prophet Bushiri was going in and out of South Africa. Niggas were having fun. Konka reopened again. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Nigga, when Lambda was still out here, niggas were having fun. Now don't get me wrong. Niggas are still having fun. Niggas, niggas, niggas are still having fun. 
No wonder the fucking Omicron is out here spreading. But bruv, that's neither here nor there. Dish what a dish. I'm here now. I'm here. Bruh, we had the fucking Lambda variant a few months ago. Cough, 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 cough. Ha 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 ha. I'm just fucking with you, dummy. I'm a fucking robot. No COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel. And by the way, that mask is not for your chin. Are you stupid or are you dumb? A few months ago, the Lambda variant liberated my people like Nelson Mandela. It liberated my people like Mahatma Gandhi. And of course, yeah, it liberated my people like Abraham Lincoln. These are all fucking facts, bruv. We balled our way through the fucking Lambda. We had fun. Niggas were popping bottles at Conca. We were out here sipping Hennessy. Niggas were being called Mutsepe. Listen, listen, it was a good time. Right? It was a fucking good time. And listen, bruv, it is still a good time. Right? A few months ago, the Lambda variant tried to fucking scare us. And listen, bruv, yo, ain't nobody scared. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody scared of the Lambda. These are all fucking facts. And then, of course, a few months after that, the Mu variant pulled up. And listen, bruv, we didn't take that shit seriously. Who gives a fuck about the Mu? Who cares about the Mew? Listen, bruv, the only Mew we acknowledge over here at Might As Well huh, is Mewtwo. I wanna be the very best like no one ever was To catch them is my real test To train them is my cause I will travel across the land Searching far and wide He's Pokemon to understand The power that's inside Pokemon, gotta catch them all It's you and me I know it's my destiny Pokemon, oh, you're my best friend In a world we must defend Pokemon, gotta catch them all Our so true Our courage will fall Teach me and I'll teach you Hashtag Mewtwo. Bruv, Mewtwo is different. Mewtwo is an animal. Legit, bruv, Mewtwo be out there communicating with Pokemon trainers worldwide, telepathically. He be out there relaying information and other important data, utilizing brainwaves. He's a fucking animal! And bruv, yo, he's an amazing orator. Oh my fucking god! He's so eloquent. 
He's so fucking eloquent. Listen, bruv, Mewtwo should consider teaching Asian kids English. These are all fucking facts. He's Japanese after all. The jib, bruv. Mewtwo is different. Hashtag Mewtwo. Fuck Mew. Legit, Mewtwo be out there moving shit with his brain. Now, granted, Mew can do the same. But, but, he ain't as good as Mewtwo. Mewtwo, listen, Mewtwo is God level. Mewtwo is like Lionel Messi. And Mew is like Cristiano Ronaldo. Legit, nobody cares about Mew. Legit, nobody gives a flying fuck about Mew. Yeah, he's sort of kind of powerful. That's cute. But nobody cares. Overall, nobody cares. So, bruv, when the Mew variant of COVID-19 pulled up on us a few weeks ago, right? We didn't take that shit seriously. Okay? We treated the Mew variant of COVID-19 like a middle child. Nobody cares about middle children. <laughs> Legit. Nobody cares about middle kids. No wonder they're so fucking insecure because nobody gives a flying fuck. Niggas be all fucking depressed and shit. Nobody cares. Okay? Nobody fucking cares about middle kids. Legit. Bruv, being a middle child has to be the most mid experience of all time. These are all fucking facts. Being a middle child is like a Kanye West album. Well, his recent work. Right? It has to be like fucking Donda. Legit. It's like, listen, you know, the beats are good, but you know, overall, meh. Legit. These are all fucking facts. Facts. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying. I'm the firstborn child, nigga. Legit, I came out first. I came out first and I sound like it. I look like it and I feel like it. Okay? I'm the healthiest. Okay? I'm the fucking healthiest. And I'm the brightest. I'm the most talented, huh? No, not talented. Gifted. Facts. Facts! I'm the most gifted! <laughs> it is what it is. My little brother, Mahu. Who? Mahu. Who? Mahu. He knows. He knows what's up. He knows. He knows what's up. He knows. He knows what's up. I'm here, bruv. Nobody gave a fuck about the Mu variant of COVID-19. Okay, nobody cared. Right? Nobody gave a flying fuck. And bruv, if you look at the fucking Greek alphabet, what you realize is that after mu huh, comes the comes the new variant of COVID-19. And you But because niggas are dumb, we ain't getting the new variant of COVID-19. We ain't getting the NU variant of COVID-19 because niggas are too stupid to tell the difference between new and new. Right? Niggas don't know the difference between NU and N-E-W. Niggas are too dumb. Niggas are too fucking stupid. Right? Niggas are out there. Right? 40 years old. 
reading at a fucking third grade level. That's what we got. That's what we are dealing with worldwide. Legit. Niggas. <laughs> nigga. Niggas are too dumb. Right? So the fucking World Health Organization was like, hey, let's not call it the new variant because people would think that this COVID-19 is a new kind of COVID-19. It's no longer COVID-19. It's COVID-2021 or COVID-21. Right? Niggas are too dumb. We are dealing with dumb adults. Okay? We are dealing with dumb adults. Adults, bruv, apparently, right, over 62% of counselors in South Africa lack computer skills to perform tasks. When you get into a taxi, you sit down before you get in. Yeah? Who the fuck do the mister? I mean, fam, let that shit sink in. Okay? We have community leaders. Right? Community leaders, elected community leaders in South Africa, right? Who don't know how to use a computer in 2021, right? Computers are everywhere. We have computers in our pockets, right? And these niggas, these fucking leaders, right? Put that shit in air quotes. These fucking air quote leaders, Right? These quote-unquote leaders in South Africa don't know how to use computers. Over 62% of counselors in South Africa don't know how to use a computer. That's what we are dealing with. And you think these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers will be able to tell the difference between N-U and N-E-W? No. They just hear new and they think, oh, this is a new kind of COVID. This is a new kind of coronavirus. Right? We are dealing with dumb fucks. That's what we are dealing with. Dumb, are you dumb? Stupid, I'm dumb. Huh? Yeah. Stop right there. Stop. No, 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 so, bruv, if you were to tell them that they are dumb, or if you were to make them feel dumb, of which they are, right, of which they are by default, they would be all up on social media talking about how triggered they are. So, bruv, yeah, the who is out there walking on eggshells, right, trying not to offend anybody because niggas are easily triggered, right? Niggas are easily triggered worldwide. Niggas are easily triggered. And of course, the Chinese, the Chinese, right? They get, yo, 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 yo. It's easy to trigger the fucking Chinese, especially the Chinese Communist Party. Bruh, those niggas, listen, they need to join the squad. They gotta join AOC, okay? Oh, AOC should join them because, hey, they're all fucking communists. It's a whole shit show. Right? They're all fucking communists anyway, so might as well join forces. Join forces. Legit. It's crazy, bruv. The Chinese get easily offended. Because, bruv, after NU, right? After the new variant, we were supposed to get the she variant. 
Huh? Huh? We were supposed to get <laughs> the the hang door information. The hang door information variant of COVID-19. The she variant of COVID-19. The XI variant. That's what we were supposed to get. Right? But we ain't getting that. We ain't getting that for obvious reasons. Right? For, for obvious reasons because, you know. You know, right? You, you know what's up, right? Huh? You, you've heard of Xi Jinping, right? Right? You've heard of, of one Xi Jinping. You've heard of that nigga, right? Huh? So the who had to skip that fucking letter. They had to do it. They had to skip the she variant. Right? They had to skip to skip the letter she on the Greek alphabet. And they went straight to Omicron. Hello man or P <laughs> Right? After Omicron comes Pi. Hello man or P Right? They had to skip N U and XI because niggas Niggas get easily offended, right? And of course, niggas are too dumb. That's how they sound when they speak. That's how they sound when they read. That's how they sound when they think. These niggas, listen, these niggas are dumb. These niggas don't know how to read. It's dyslexia, Maui. No, it's not. No, it's not. Right? I grew up with some of these niggas. Some of these niggas just didn't want to learn. Again, some of these niggas, some of these fucking niggas who are now counselors in 2021, they just didn't want to learn. They didn't want to learn how to read. They just wanted to get to the bags. They just wanted to get to the money. That's all they know. That's all they fucking know. Maybe they are good at math, Maui. No, they're not. <laughs> Okay, they're not. Baby, go, pay that, go, go. Bitch, go on here, bend over. Bitch, go and shake that ass. Go and shake it. Bitch, go on here, bend over. Bitch, go and shake that ass. Go and shake it. Bitch, go. Ooh, wee. Look what that money maker bitch do. Mm, 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 mm. These niggas don't want to read. Okay? They just don't want to read. They don't want to make an effort. They don't want to be good leaders, right? All these niggas know is money, cars, clothes, and hoes. That's it, right? Instead of opening a book, they want to open a pair of thighs. They want to open a fucking pussy for cultural purposes. These niggas don't want to be better, right? Instead of opening a book, they want to open bank accounts. That's all they know. That's all they fucking know, bruv. Right? The only books they open, right, is the books they cook. Well, they get other people to cook the books on their behalf, but it is what it is. Legit, bro, these are all fucking facts. I'm out here preaching. These niggas don't want to be good leaders. They just want to fucking scam the country and fuck celebrity bitches. Well, celebrity DJs or popular DJs. <laughs> right? They just want to fuck Uncle Waffles, right, who has been showered. In Naira's a few days ago. She was in Nigeria and some fucking guy was out there just fucking, you know? Making it rain on her. 
Legit. He was out the fucking making it rain. I was like, bruh, like, what the fuck? Yo, he was, yo, he had a fucking stack of Nairas. And I was like, bruh, how much is that? Huh? 15 bucks? The fuck is going on? But it is what it is, bruv. You feel me? We live in a crazy fucking world. Right? Niggas are fucking dumb. Niggas are stupid. And niggas get easily offended. Right? Niggas get easily triggered. Everybody gets triggered. I'm so fucking triggered. Oh, yeah, I'm triggered. Your words are triggering me. Your words are making me feel uncomfortable right now, Maui. I feel so triggered. Listen, bruv. Listen. You can trigger them all. Right? You can trigger them all like Alec Baldwin. You can trigger them all like Kyle Rittenhouse. Bruv, you can trigger them all. Like that 15-year-old who just shot up a school a few days ago. Right, but bruh, bruh, don't you ever trigger the Chinese Communist Party. Nobody wants that smoke. Let's keep it a buck. Nobody wants that CCP smoke. Let's just be honest. Nobody. Well. Except for, of course, Enos Kanta and the Dalai Lama. Those two niggas, bruv, those two niggas are animals. Enos Kanta and the Dalai Lama are fucking animals. They be taking shots at the CCP all day, every day, day. All day, every day. No fear, no favor. Right? But, bruv, overall, overall, right? Nobody wants to fuck with the CCP. Nobody wants beef with the CCP. Legit. The Chinese Communist Party is literally the most powerful political party in the world. Let's keep it a buck. These are all fucking facts. Nobody wants that smoke. Especially the World Health Organization. So yeah. No shit. No shit. The Wu skipped a fucking letter on the Greek alphabet. No shit! No shit they skipped the fucking she on the Greek alphabet. So yeah, we ain't getting the she variant of COVID-19. Nor are we getting the new variant of COVID-19 because niggas are dumb. Niggas are fucking stupid. They don't know the difference between NU and NEU because they both sound the same. Niggas are stupid. Niggas are fucking stupid. Legit. We are dealing with dumb fucks. Let's just keep it a buck. And now there's been some questions about why the WHO skipped letters in the Greek alphabet to name the variant Omicron. Josh Sidorowicz verifies why. So the World Health Organization has been using the Greek alphabet to designate notable variants of COVID-19. This was to try to avoid referring to them by the country that they were detected in. So far, you know the ones like Delta, but there are actually a lot of other variants, ones that haven't risen to this level of concern maybe you've never heard of. The most recent was designated in August for a variant detected in Colombia. And now we have Omicron. So yeah, you can see the World Health Organization did skip two Greek letters, but why'd they do that? Verify reached out to the UN Health Agency, and these are the two explanations they're giving us. First, they said that knee was skipped because they felt it was too easily confused with the word new. Second, they didn't use the Greek letter after that because, quote, it is a common name. 
The WHO says its best practices for naming new diseases suggest avoiding causing offense to any cultural, social, national, regional, professional, or ethnic groups. It's the first time that the agency has skipped a Greek letter since it started using them for COVID variants back in May. With your Verify Fast Facts, I'm Josh Sidorowitz. Come on, Maui. Come on, man. Give us a break, man. Right? New is too easily confounded with new. N-U sounds like N-E-W. Y-K to N-W. There's what it is. Classic. Double H-P-R-I-P. I'm just saying, Maui. New sounds like new. N-U sounds like N-E-W, Maui. Give us a break. And of course... The World Health Organization skipped the XI, right? The she letter, because, you know, she is a common surname. And they're not trying to offend anybody. Come on, bruh. <laughs> Let's keep it a buck. Cut the shit. Okay? Yo, listen. Listen. You niggas need to cut the shit. Stop fucking around. Stop playing around. Stop lying. Stop playing these fucking games. These niggas skipped she because it is Jinping's surname. Let's keep it a box. Stop playing these fucking tricks. Right? Niggas be out there coming up with multiple excuses like Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano, why the fuck you lying? Huh? Why the fuck are you lying? Bruv, hey, we got proof. We have video proof, right? Of you saying that, yo, you want to have more Ballon d'Ors than Lionel Messi. We have proof. You are getting interviewed by Piers Morgan. We got proof of you saying that you deserve... Six Ballon d'Ors, seven Ballon d'Ors, eight Ballon d'Ors. We have proof! We, what the fuck? Yo, sir, we have proof. Okay? This motherfucker's gonna make me lose my voice. Cristiano Ronaldo is legit gonna make me lose my fucking voice. I've already lost my cool. I've already... Listen, my cool is gone. Okay? Bruv, what Pascal Ferre said is true. Pascal Ferre is the editor-in-chief of France Football. France Football is the magazine that gives out the Ballon d'Or. Right? He came out and said the following. And he told this shit to the New York Times, by the way. And I quote, Cristiano Ronaldo has only one ambition, and that is to retire with more Ballon d'Ors than Messi. I know because he has told me. End quote. That's what Pascal Ferrer said, the editor-in-chief of France football. And he ain't lying. I believe him because Cristiano Ronaldo has said it before. 
Cristiano Ronaldo told that shit to Piers Morgan. We have proof. We have audio proof. We have visual proof. Nigga, we have an audio visual of you saying that you deserve more Ballon d'Ors than Messi. Well, sir, Messi, Messi is out here living your fucking dream. Right? You said you want more golden boots than Messi. <laughs> well, Messi got more. Messi got six. Right? And you got four. Right? 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 You said you, said you deserve more Ballon d'Ors. What? <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. You a goof. Sir, you are a fucking goof. Yo, Cristiano Ronaldo, you are a fucking embarrassment. You are an embarrassment. Legit. Why the fuck? Why are you lying when we have an audiovisual? Nigga, nigga done turned the whole world into a V-club. Nigga, we have an audiovisual. What the fuck are you doing? You know what? Hey, nigga, hey, what the fuck is going on? Bruv, Pascal Ferris said all of that. And I believe it. Right? And after, after that fucking interview with Pascal Ferris went live, Cristiano Ronaldo took his fucking talents to Instagram. Right? And he replied to Pascal. And he was like, oh no, I've never said that to Pascal Ferry. I have no fucking desire to beat Messi. I have no desire to win more Ballon d'Ors than Messi. I've never said that. I've never said this. The fuck are you saying, sir? We have an audio visual. We have a video of you saying you want more Ballon d'Ors. Than Messi. We have a video of you saying that. Right? Oh, oh Messi is a fantastic, fantastic player. But I think I deserve. I, I deserve more Ballon d'Ors. More, more golden balls. I think I deserve six, seven or eight. I want to have more, more than him. Right? To which Piers Morgan asked. Do you text Messi? Huh? Do, do, do you guys ever, ever text each other? Do you guys ever send each other memes, emojis, gifs, aka gifs? Do you guys, hey, do you guys ever have conversations offline but online? Do you guys ever engage? Huh? Do you guys ever send each other memojis? What the? To Cristiano Ronaldo, you a piece of shit. You a piece of shit. Right? And some Cristiano Ronaldo fan page on Instagram. Right? Like, bruh, drop the fucking soliloquy. Talking about all the times, all of the fucking times that they feel that Cristiano should have won the Ballon d'Or over Messi. Talking about this person got robbed. That person got robbed. Troops. Troops. I fuck with you, sir. But shut the fuck Fuck up forever. Okay? Oh, Lewandowski. How Lewandowski deserved the Ballon d'Or, bruv. Listen. Lewandowski deserved the Ballon d'Or. But, but so did Messi. Messi deserved the Ballon d'Or too. 
He delivered for club and country. The fuck are you niggas talking about? Have y'all seen the stats? Have y'all seen the stats? That led to Messi winning the Ballon d'Or. It's beyond goals. Right? It's beyond goals to which Messi provided, what, 40, 41 goals? Bruh, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Messi generates more football than Lewandowski. Lewandowski be out there scoring tap-ins. Did y'all see his top 10 goals of the season? Did y'all see? What the fuck are you niggas talking about? Did y'all see his top 10 goals of the season? Did y'all see that shit? Embarrassing. Embarrassing. All of his goals are a fucking snarfest. And listen, bruv, Lewandowski is an amazing striker. He scores a lot of goals. He scores a lot of goals. But bruv, everything that he's doing right now, Messi has already done before. Messi has already done this shit. Messi has done what Lewandowski is doing right now more than 10 times. More than 10, for more than 10 seasons. What are y'all niggas talking? What are we debating here? Have y'all seen the stats? Have y'all seen the stats that fucking resulted into Messi winning this year's Ballon d'Or. Have y'all seen the fucking stats? Read the stats. Go through the stats. Okay? Bruv, the only thing that Lewandowski has over Messi is goals. Lewandowski scored more goals than Messi. Okay? But Messi has the most assists. The most shots on target. The most big chances missed. The most accurate passes, the most dribbles completed, the most chances created, the most big chances created, the most tackles, the most recoveries, points won by goals, points won by goals and assists, fucking match winning goals, match winning goals and assists, man of the match awards, the most trophies, what are we talking about? He won the most! He did the most! He deserves the Ballon d'Or! Lewandowski is an amazing striker, but Messi does everything. He does everything besides goalkeeping. He does everything besides goalkeeping. Look at the stats! Look at the stats! He dominated Copa America. Dominated. He dominated La Liga. He dominated. He won the fucking Copa del Rey. And he also delivered the fucking Copa America to Argentina. What are we talking about? We have fan pages. Right? CR7 fan pages. Benzema fan pages. Jorginho fan pages. Mbappe fan pages, Neymar fan pages, talking about how, how Lewandowski deserved to win the Ballon d'Or. What are you niggas talking about? Have y'all seen the stats? Lewandowski beats Messi this season, right? Or over the past two seasons. In one category, bruv. Goals. Goals scored. That's it. Everything else, everything else Messi got. 
And on top of that, when it comes to goals, Messi is not that far off. Messi is like 10 goals behind. Don't get it twisted. Niggas are talking as if like, yo, Lewandowski has like 45 more goals than Messi. No. What are we talking about? Cristiano Ronaldo, you are a fucking embarrassment. So, bruv, Cristiano commented, right, on that fan page that was breaking down all the moments and all the years that Messi should have lost the Ballon d'Or. Right, he commented. And um, evidently he bit me. Me, Maui Mao. Right? He commented by, by just saying one word or, or typing out one word. And that word is facts. That's what, yo, that's what he said. He said facts. He said facts. Thumbs up and eyes emoji. Right? You know those fucking looking ass eyes? Right? Right? Those fucking, you know, those looking ass eyes emoji. Huh? Seen those, right? Yeah. He put those up. Shameful. Messi would never do that. That shit right there is shameful. But I fucking digress. I digress. Right? These fucking guys. The who? The World Health Organization. They skipped the letter she. Because Xi Jinping... Is their daddy. Right? Right? Xi Jinping is the who's daddy. Right? Xi Jinping. Let's keep it a buck. Xi Jinping is the who's daddy. Bruv, do you know how many dudes I grew up with who used to ask that question? Right? Who's daddy? Because niggas, niggas don't know who their fathers are. Growing up, <laughs> a lot of niggas used to ask. Like, yo, bro, I don't know my, who my dad is. Like, like, who the fuck is my dad? Who's daddy? Who's daddy? Who the fuck is daddy? Bruh, Xi Jinping is the who's daddy. Winnie the Pooh is the who's daddy. So, yeah, the who. The who doesn't want to fucking offend their daddy. Who's your papa? World Health Organization. Hey. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping is their daddy. Right? Xi Jinping is the who's daddy. Who's daddy? Who's daddy? Right? A lot of black kids don't know who their fathers are. Who's daddy? Right? And our fucking community has been like that. It's been like that. Right? Since where, 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 way back. Bruv, over 60% of kids in South Africa don't know who their fathers are. Who's daddy? Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping is the father, Maury. Xi Jinping is the father, Jerry Springer. Who's daddy? Welcome to South Africa, Mr. Vic Manzaza. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. Who's daddy, nigga? Xi Jinping is daddy. Right? So yeah, bruv. The World Health Organization had to do what what it did. It had to... You feel me? They gotta do what they gotta do. Bada bing, bada boom. There's what it is, bruv. We live in a crazy fucking world. 
We live in a wild fucking world. Keep your head on a swivel. Right? The fucking Omicron variant is here. And niggas out there shaking in their fucking boots. Right? Some people are saying, this is more transmissible. International concern this hour over a new coronavirus variant that scientists say could be more infectious than previous strains. The WHO has now named this variant Omicron. They're also stressing that there is still a lot we don't yet know about this new variant. The thing that's concerning scientists is the number of mutations this new variant contains, particularly in the spike protein, which is the bit of the virus that it uses to lock onto human cells and infect them. Just within the spike protein, it contains more than 30 mutations. And within the specific part of the spike protein that binds to the ACE2 receptor that's found on human cells, there are 10 mutations. Now, just for comparison, the Delta variant has two mutations in that receptor binding domain. Some of them seem to make it easier for the virus to infect cells, meaning it will be more contagious, more transmissible. And that potentially means that you need less virus to trigger an infection in somebody. The other key worrying thing is that some of these mutations have been associated with more immune escape from antibodies that have been generated through previous infection or vaccination. The existing immune responses we have, those antibodies and those T-cell responses, they've come about through our immune cells looking at the spike protein and creating these immune cells that target specific bits of that protein, which may mean that if you've got antibodies from a previous infection, you're more likely to be reinfected with Omicron. And also if you've been double vaccinated, those vaccines will probably still work to some degree, but they may not be as effective as they were. The good news is that even a heavily mutated spike protein is still the virus's spike protein. It can't completely change that spike protein because that will no longer latch onto human cells. So there's a limit to how much the virus can, can change its proteins. Even if the virus has changed, you know, 30 bits of that spike protein, there are still going to be some antibodies and there are still going to be some T cells that recognize different bits of that protein. So it's still really, really, really important that people go and get their vaccine. And what's also really important is boosters. Because of the mutations this variant contains, it has the potential to be really, really bad. We're not actually going to know how bad for a few weeks. We don't know for sure if it's going to be resistant to the vaccines or not. Those experiments are being done now, and it's going to take a little while to find out the answers. What we need to do is buy ourselves some time and restrict transmission of this variant so that if it turns out that it is really, really bad and the thing that we've all been worrying about, then it's not all over the place already. The more we can prevent transmission now, the better it's going to be if it does turn out to be a really nasty variant. Omicron. 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 Oh, wait, wait. Let's get the fucking name right. Okay? Because according to experts, this is how you say Omicron, right? You're supposed to say Omicron. Yeah, yeah. Or Omicron. Or O 
Oh my cron. Oh my God. Emmanuel Macron. Hey, dear experts, shut the fuck up. Okay? Oh, this is how you say it. Oh, oh Macron. Oh me cron. Oh my cron. Shut the fuck up. The word is Omicron. Okay? Enough, yo, enough with the fucking shenanigans. I don't give a flying fuck how the Greeks pronounce it. I'm not Greek. Okay? I'm an African. I'm an African. I owe my being to fucking Omicron. Out here spreading and murking niggas. I owe my being to South Africa discovering the Omicron variant. Facts. So I owe my being to all of these fucking researchers in South Africa. And of course the hills and valleys and the big five. Legit! Get, yo, hey, cut the shit. Get with the fucking program. The word is Omicron. That's how you say it. That's how you pronounce it. Okay? Omicron. Don't be out here trying to sound fancy. Omicron. Oh my cron. Emmanuel Macron. Cut the shit! Legit, bro, I'm here. I'm here, bruv. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Okay? Omicron spreads quicker. Right? Faster. Right? And easier. Like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's hate for Messi. And by the way, by the way, Barcelona dominated the Ballon d'Or. Facts. Barca just dominated everything. They have the best young player in the world. The best female player in the world. And of course, the best male player in the world. It is what it is. Right? Barcelona produces generational talent. Facts. Right? Petri scooped up the scooped up the best young player in the world thing. Right? And then Puteas. Alexia Puteas. Right? Alexia Puteas. Puteras? Gueteres? Buteles? No, Buteas scooped up the best female Ballon d'Or and Messi scooped up the best male Ballon d'Or. There's what it is. There's what it is. Barcelona, Barcelona. Yo, listen, Bartha, Bartha, Bartha. Legit, bruv. Barca just, hey, listen, Barca just creates superstars, but I fucking digress. Okay, scientists, you know, are still unsure if this fucking variant of COVID-19 is more lethal. All they know is it spreads faster, right? The Jibrov is much more transmissible than Delta, Lambda, Mu, and the rest. It's much more fucking transmissible. However, they are not sure if it's lethal. Nor are they sure if it can fucking bypass the fucking vaccines. These niggas ain't sure. Right? So keep your fucking head on a swivel. Wear your face mask. Take care of yourself. Take care of your kids. And take care of your community. You damn fucks! It's crazy, bruv. You feel me? We live in a crazy fucking time. Buckle the fuck up. Because it's only gonna get crazier. It's, o- it's only gonna get crazier. It's only gonna get scarier. Buckle up. 
Ah, Macron is here. Oh, Macron is here, bruv. Listen, there's no single agreed-upon English pronunciation for the new coronavirus variant. So keep it, listen, keep it tucked in. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Shit is real! to correct people's pronunciations of certain words, tuck it in, tuck it in, pack it up and tuck it in like a transgender chick. Facts. I'm here now. I'm officially here now, bruv. Scientists are expecting to learn much more in the coming weeks about this new coronavirus variant. At the moment, they say that there's no reason to believe that Omicron, or oh my God, right, is impervious to existing vaccines. That's important. That's fucking important because niggas are panicking. Oh, Maui, I got, I got the Johnson and Johnson. And I'd be like, whoa, congratulations. You played yourself. You, you, you played yourself. You spilled yourself. You are playing with your fucking health. And you know what they say, bruh? Health is wealth. Buckle the fuck up. Nigga, listen, I'm healthy. Technically, this means I'm Jeff Bezos. Look at me. Salubrious. Look at me, bruv. I'm a picture of salubrity. This is what I do. I ain't no celebrity, but hey, I'm a picture of salubrity. Look at me. I'm the fucking captain now. Look at me. When you're good, you're good. Look at me. Look at me, bruh. Look, you niggas, you niggas are out there gambling with your health. Okay? You niggas are out there gambling with your health. But brah, that's neither here nor there. Scientists said that there's no reason to believe that Omicron, a.k.a. Oh my, Cron, is impervious to existing vaccines. There's no reason to believe that these vaccines that are fucking bear-hugging our bodies won't work. Against this new variant. There's no reason to believe. Okay? So that's good news. That's good news. Although, although they may turn out to be less protective to some unknown degree. So keep your fucking head on a swivel. Rock your face mask. Okay? And when they dish out that third dose, get it. Get it. Score a fucking hat trick like Bass Dose. Do the right thing. That's all I'm saying. Okay? That's all I'm saying. There's another reason to remain calm. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got information. Right? Vaccine makers have expressed confidence that they can tweak existing formulas to make the shots more effective against new variants. Thank God for science. Hey!
Yes, thank God for science. And of course, little girl, thank you for that prayer. Thank Allah for science. Science is amazing. Bruv, are these pharmaceutical companies making billions from these vaccines? Yeah. However, bruh, listen, listen. These niggas are saving the world. Okay? These niggas are fucking heroes. Let's keep it a book. Fine. Thank God for science, bruh. Scientists are amazing. These motherfuckers are heroes, whether you like it or not. Okay? These niggas are heroes. Like Rihanna. Right? Like fucking like Rihanna. Bruh. Barbados is now officially a republic, right? And it has removed Queen Elizabeth II as the head of state. Bruh, bruh, you telling me, wait, wait, you mean to tell me that Queen Elizabeth has been the head of state in Barbados all this time? Huh? Bruh, Barbados, a former British colony, transitioned from a realm, <laughs> a fucking realm. Yep. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. A realm of the British Empire. This is fucking crazy, bruv. So you know what this means, right? This means that in Barbados, the queen had unlimited power. Because in the United Kingdom and England, right, she has zero power. Right? She's just a fucking mascot. Legit, bruv. All fucking facts. She's just a fucking mascot. She has zero power. But in Barbados, she was the head of state. So fam, she was technically playing queen, like real queen in Barbados. Right? Since she can't, you know, use her fucking powers in England. She was using them in Barbados. I mean, bruh, yo, this is fucking crazy. I didn't know this shit. Legit, fam, you learn something new every day. This is why reading is important, you dumb fucks. Read, right? I know a lot about global politics. I know a lot about geopolitics. I know a lot about global trade, right? I know a lot. But fam, hey, hey, I learn something new every day because learning is important. Okay, Barbados transitioned from a realm to a republic at midnight last week, Tuesday, November 30th. Bruv, the queen, right, who was the head of state all this time, was replaced by Dame Sandra Mason, who was sworn in as president. And of course, you know, because, you know, the queen, you know, the queen is well known for, for her, for a good heart, right? She's universally known as an angel on earth. Legit, bruv, she sent the people of Barbados her well wishes. And I quote, Her Majesty the Queen's message to the President and the people of Barbados on becoming a republic within the Commonwealth. Hey, 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 listen, hey, that's important. That line is important. Barbados is a republic, however... However, they are a republic within the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth, right, is basically countries that were, uh, you know, English colonies 
of British Empire colonies. So keep your fucking, keep your head on a swivel. The Queen's message is as follows, and I quote, On this significant occasion, and your assumption of office as the first president of Barbados, I extend my congratulations to you and all Barbadians, a.k.a. Bajans. I first visited your beautiful country on the eve of independence in early 1966, and I'm very pleased that my son is with you today. Who the fuck was there? What, uh, Prince William? Who the, who the fuck? No, no, Prince William. Prince William is... Who the fuck was there? Uh, the, the guy. You know? Diana's, uh... Diana's husband. Uh, what, what was his fucking name? Charles. Charles. Charlie Boy. Right? Was Charlie Boy there? I, I haven't seen pictures of him there, but, but it's all good, bruv. You know? And I'm very pleased that my son is with you today. Since then, the people of Barbados have held a special place in my heart. It is a country rightfully proud of its vibrant culture, its sporting prowess, and its natural beauty that attracts visitors from all over the world, including many people from the United Kingdom. Oh my, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my God, did Barbados Attract the people of the United Kingdom. Bruh, a lot of motherfuckers landed over there. And some of them raped and pillaged. Right? And looted that fucking nation. It's crazy. But I digress over the years. Our countries have enjoyed a partnership based on common values. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Huh? Shared prosperity. And close collaboration on a wide range of issues, including recent work on climate change. Queen. Queen Elizabeth II. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Let me, let me continue with this garbage letter. It is also a source of great satisfaction that Barbados remains an active participant within the Commonwealth. And I look forward to the continuation of our friendship between our two countries and peoples. Right? As you celebrate this momentous day, I send you and all Barbadians my warmest good wishes for your happiness, peace, and prosperity in the future. End quote. <sighs> Dude, hey, Masimbain Lao. Huh? The fuck? Huh? Shared prosperity? Hey, hey, Queen Elizabeth, listen. The United Kingdom is known for a lot of things. Okay? Right? You guys are known for a lot of shit. Soccer, right? Fish and chips. Right, bad food, bad teeth. You guys are known for a lot of shit. But bro, hey, you motherfuckers.
niggas are not known for sharing your prosperity. Okay? You guys are not known for that shit. Bring back the Kalinin, ma'am. Okay? Bring back the fucking Kalinin diamond, ma'am. Bring it back. Bring it back home. Share the prosperity with South Africa. Bring it back home. Oh me crying or not. Oh my God. Oh me crying or not. Oh my crying or not. Emmanuel Macron or not. Bring back the fucking diamond, you piece of shit. Bring it back home. Share the prosperity with me, with me and mines. Okay? Share the prosperity with my peoples. You are out there praising the fucking Bajans. Yo, hey, praise South Africa because your fucking crown jewels were scooped up for my people, from my country, my nation. Bring back the Kalinin. Legit. Bring back the Kalinin. The fuck is. Yo, the fuck. Yo, we shared prosperity. The fuck is the queen talking about? What are you talking about? Y'all took all of the fucking prosperity and y'all shared that shit with nobody. 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 The reason why South America is good at soccer is because they snatched that shit by force. You niggas did not give that shit to them. Legit, they snatched that shit. Right? If it was up to you, motherfuckers, soccer was gonna be all white and all British. Legit. I'm fucking here, bruv. Right? Y'all saw what happened at the Euros. The Jebruv Italy versus England. Y'all saw what happened. Niggas were out there singing that football is coming home. Oh, football is coming home. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Football is getting peed on in Rome right now. The Jebruv football. Football is getting peed on. Okay? In Milan, these are all fucking facts. Football is coming home. Football is not coming home. It's gone. Okay? And it's gone forever. Niggas be out there talking about how the fucking English Premier League is the best league in the world. Yeah. The best league in the world are carried by foreign players. Okay? The English Premier League brought to you by Africa, South America, Germany. Hey, listen, football is not coming home. Okay? Football is not coming home when the best players in England are Mo Salah, Kante, and Jorginho. Football, listen, football is in Egypt. <laughs> okay? Football is on a world tour. The Jebra football is on a world tour with common my man facts. Football is in France. Football is in Italy. Shut the fuck up. Shared prosperity. Huh? The fuck are we talking about? The fuck is going on? I'm listen, I'm young, black and pissed off. I'm young, black and pissed off. Shut the fuck up, Cristiano Ronaldo. God damn it. We live in a crazy world. So congratulations to Barbados. Right? Congratulations. And, and of course, they had to honor their most famous person. Rihanna. Rihanna Fenty. Right? Robin. Or is it, is it Rihanna Robin Fenty? Or is it Robin Rihanna Fenty? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Rihanna has been honored in Barbados as a national hero. 
And of course, national heroes do national hero shit. Listen, bro. Listen. Okay. Rihanna got named as the national hero of Barbados. And then a few minutes later, a few hours later, she unveiled a Savage X Fenty butt crack pajama. Okay? Okay? Listen, bruv. Hey, she unveiled pajamas, right, that, that show a person's butt crack. Pajamas, right, that have easy access if a person was to bend over. Right? Talk about, hey, talk about everything agape. The jib, bruv. Yo, listen, listen. They announced her and presented her as the country's, you know, God, basically. <laughs> right? As a fucking national hero. And then a few hours later, she was on social media showing the world her ass crack. Right? Right? And by the way, by the way, by the way, when she was being honored by the president of Barbados, right? She was standing there on the fucking stage with the president, next to the president. She was standing there with hard nipples. Okay? Rihanna was standing next to the new president of Barbados with hard nipples just fucking peeking through her fucking dress. Right? As she was being presented as a national hero in Barbados. She was just standing there with her fucking hard ass nipples. Just, just saying hi to the world. Right? Right? Her hot nipples just, just bringing joy to the world as the angels, blah, blah, blah. It's December, I guess. Right? I'm just trying to, you know? <laughs> Legit, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking December. Christmas is a... <laughs> Christmas is a few days away or a few weeks away. So, you know, so joy to the world. Right? The heavens sing or some shit like that. I don't know the song. I don't care about these songs about fucking Jesus and God. and You know what I mean? Like a Christianity. Cut the shit. Relax. Take it easy. The chip, bro. Take it easy. Rihanna is a national hero. Right? With, with, with a fucking butt crack. I just, 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 you know. Just on, on full display. Just, yeah, listen. It is what it is. We don't make the rules. Okay? We don't make the rules. And listen, bruv, not all heroes wear capes. Okay? But all heroes have to take a shit or get fucked in the ass because let's be real, let's keep it a buck. Most heroes are a bunch of gay men in colorful tights trying to save the world. Yas. Yas. I'm here now. Listen, bruv, when you're good, right? You're good. I do this. I really fucking do this. Okay? I'm a South African, bruv. And, and listen, this is what we do. South Africans are funny by default. By default. Legit. Alright, niggas were trying to punish us for telling the world that the fucking coronavirus has evolved. Huh? Niggas were out there banning South Africa. Oh, oh, you can't come to Dubai. Oh, you can't come to the UK. What happened to sharing the prosperity? What happened to that? Huh? 
What happened to that? You feel me? It's crazy, bruv. Yo, these niggas were legit. Were legit. Trying to fucking punish South Africa for having an advanced genomic sequencing technology thingamajiggy. Legit. We got, we got punished for our ability to detect new variants quicker. Literally, niggas are trying to fuck. Yo, hey. Congratulations, you dumb fucks. You played yourselves. You motherfuckers need us. Legit. Y'all need us. Right? Bruv, excellent science should be applauded and not punished. Facts. Salute. Salute to all of these motherfucking scientists. Right? In South Africa. Salute to South African scientists. You niggas are out there. Hey, listen. I may not be a believer, right? But you niggas are doing the Lord's work. You niggas are doing the Lord's fucking work. And Fuck you, Cristiano Ronaldo! Fucking hell. We live in a crazy fucking time, bruv. Right? Bruv, Messi has finished football. He's got the most Ballon d'Ors in history. The most Golden Boots in history. The most Playmaker Awards in history. Most assists in history. Second most trophies in history. Only Danny Alves has more. Right? Messi is the undisputed goat of the game. Stop playing yourself. Stop playing yourself. And bruv, did y'all see how classy he was? Huh? Did y'all see what he said to Robert Lewandowski? He said the following, and I quote, Robert, right, Bobby, you deserve your Ballon d'Or, right? You deserve Last year's Ballon d'Or. Everyone was in agreement to say that you were the big winner of this award last year. End quote. I mean, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo was never going to say that. He was never going to say that because he's not built for Cuban links. Legit bruv, Cristiano Ronaldo is a hater like Will Smith. Will Smith is a fucking hater. He hates Tupac, right, and bruv, yo, yo, we have officially reached peak Will Smith, I'm sick and tired of seeing this guy's name, enough, bruv, yo, last week, uh, they decided to share some more about Will Smith, right, the world just, just decided, right, to share some more about Will Smith, I mean, bruv, hey, kids were being shot last week, right, Messi won the Ballon d'Or, Last week. And somehow, somehow, niggas found a way to talk about Will Smith. Ethiopia is at war. Okay? Okay? Some fucking kid, some fake news story in South Africa, right, broke over here talking about how a kid found 40 million rand in a backpack or some shit like that. Turns out that story is fake news. Right? But bruh, hey, hey, listen, that happened. Right? That fake story happened. But somehow people, people, journalists, right, uh, corporations, uh, you know, internet motherfuckers, trolls, you know, they found a way to squeeze Will Smith in. They found a way. Somehow, some way. They found a fucking way. 
right? Jizz Lane, a.k.a. Ghislaine Maxwell, is officially on trial. Some girl came out talking about how Ghislaine Maxwell participated in the fucking orgies, in the rapey orgies that Epstein used to partake in, right? A fucking pilot pulled up saying, oh, Oh, I used to fly people like Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, and Prince Andrew all over the fucking place using Epstein's, Epstein's airplane. Using Epstein's, Epstein's, Epstein's jet. It's Jeffrey Epstein's private island in the Caribbean. Some even refer to it as pedophile island. Hey, I'm a just island boy. I'm a just island boy. I'm a get key white boy. Jeffrey Edward Epstein and my residence address is 6100 Red Hook Boulevard in Virginia. I'm a just island boy. I'm a witness described your penis as oval shaped and claimed when erect it was thick towards the bottom but was thin and small towards the head portion and called it egg shaped. Those are not my words, I apologize. But as Mr. As Mr. Creighton has stated that this And bruv, in true Jeffrey Epstein style, his jet has a weird and creepy name. Where it is, uh, the jet was called the Lolita. Right? Right? Hey, hey, hey. Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, and Prince Andrew used to fly around the world. In Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita. Bruh. Hey, that's where we are. Okay? <laughs> okay, bruv? Okay? Hey, hey, hey. That's where we are. Jeffrey Epstein's pilot said Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, and Donald Trump flew on Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express. Hey, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Who's daddy? Hey, hey, Prince Andrew. Prince, Prince Andrew. Who's daddy? Hmm? They don't know where their father is. They must go and look for that big nose where he is. They must not say for me, I, I sold them out. Daddy, I love you. Your mother is out here talking about shared prosperity. Evidently, evidently, Jeffrey Epstein was sharing his fucking uh, prosperity with you, Prince Andrew. So tell me, who's daddy? Donald Trump. Hey, Donny boy. Donald J. Trump. Right? Like Louis J. Gomez. Tell me something, sir. Who's daddy? Huh? Hey, Bill Clinton. Who's daddy? Who's daddy? Uh? <laughs> Who's daddy? 
Hey, who's daddy? Jeffrey, his daddy. You niggas flew on his Lolita Express. I mean, bruh. dude, yo, the name of his fucking plane says it all. Okay, the name of Jeffrey Epstein's jet says it all. Dude, listen, the man was a creepazoid. Legit. Yo, yo, he flew on the Lolita Express. Like, how much proof do y'all niggas want? Huh? The fucking name of his plane explains the, the fucking character that this man had. Legit, bruv. It explains the personality that this man had. He was a fucking creepazoid. And I started thinking to myself, man, what did he do to make them niggas that mad? You know, bruv, I read somewhere that um, in his last days, right, in the days leading up to, uh, to him um, getting killed, uh, killing himself, um, Jeffrey Epstein wasn't worried about the women he raped. He wasn't worried about spending his life in prison. No, he was worried about MS-13 gang members. That's the only thing he was worried about. He didn't give a fuck about the case. Yeah, he was just chilling. Where it is, he was just fucking chilling in prison. Right? The only thing he was worried about were fucking MS-13 gang members. And of course, he was annoyed by his fucking cellmate. Right, he said that his cellmate just, just talked a lot. Right, his cellmate was basically Maui Mao. That's all Jeffrey Epstein was worried about in the days leading up, you know, to him killing himself, getting killed. The jet, bruv. Right, in the days leading up to, to you know, to I mean, to the fucking Clintons, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. In the days, you know, leading up to him, you know, killing himself, getting killed. Right? In the, you know, in the days leading up to his fucking, you know, suicide, homicide thingy. Think I'm a jiggy. Uh. <laughs> I just say it. I'm just fucking saying. These are all facts. But I fucking digress. Right? Who's your daddy? Will Smith. Will Smith. Who's your daddy? Hmm? Who's your daddy? Huh, Tupac, right? Pac is your daddy. A fucking dead man who, you know, who could be chilling in Cuba for all we know. Yo, he's your daddy. I'm just saying. Bruh, Will Smith revealed that he once pranked Jada Pinkett Smith by playing one of her sex scenes for his religious grandmother and admitted that to this day, Jada hasn't chuckled once over the prank. You know, and he was like, hey, um, when she walked in, my grandmother was in the middle of the scene and she looked up and said to Jada, when I was growing up, people didn't have to take their clothes off to make a movie. End quote. Will Smith. Yo. Hello? Hi. You heard that, man. <laughs> you heard that right there? You know doors are getting banged. Right? 
Evidently, there's a stranger in the house. <laughs> you know, I gotta keep my head on a swivel because ain't nobody safe. You know, when doors, when doors start getting banged in Johannesburg, you, yo, you gotta ask, who, who there? You gotta find out what's going on, right? Don't be like me, bruv. I'm out here greeting the stranger. I'm out here going, hello, uh, uh, hello. <laughs> yo, I'm greeting the stranger. I'm basically welcoming the stranger. Next thing you know, I pop up on a newspaper. I got murked. I got killed. That's how Maui Mao is gonna go out. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Hence, I keep my head on a swivel. Right? I'm too kind, evidently. I'm out here going, Hello? 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 Who, who, who's there? <laughs> who's there? Dude, that's how every scary movie starts. <laughs> Word is, I love acting. It is what it is, dude. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm just saying, hey, hey, Will Smith, Will Smith, enough. Okay? We have had enough. Dude, week in, week out. E enough, sir. Enough. Okay? We are sick and tired of, of hearing these weird stories about the Smiths. Wrap it up! Wrap it up! Or, or better yet, go out there and find your father. Okay? Go find your dad! <laughs> Legit! Evidently you need some, you know, some fatherly guidance. Go out there and find your dad. Go find Tupac. So fuck your bitch in the click you claim West side when we ride come equipped with game You claim to be a player but I fucked your wife We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life Plus Puffy tryna see me weak, hearts I rip Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches We keep on coming while we running for your juice Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots You know the rules, little Caesar go ask your homie how I'll leave you Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces Now be deceased, little Kim don't fuck around with real cheese Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets By the way, my name is Astra. My name is Dashiki. That's Swahili for doggy style. Ooh, that's pretty. Those are my kids. Hello, everybody. Now, children, what do you say when you meet a nice man? Are you my daddy? This morning, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo out of a job, fired after an internal probe into whether he used his position to help defend his brother, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, from sexual harassment claims by multiple women. CNN saying, we retained a respected law firm to conduct the review and have terminated him effective immediately. While in the process of that review, additional information has come to light. 
Records released by New York's Attorney General show Cuomo admitting he asked other journalists about allegations against his brother. Business as usual, he called it. But it undermines claims he made on air at CNN. I never made calls to the press about my brother's situation. Andrew Cuomo resigned under pressure and now faces a misdemeanor sex charge. He denies wrongdoing. Chris Cuomo saying last night, This is not how I want my time at CNN to end, but I have already told you why and how I helped my brother. So let me now say, as disappointing as this is, I could not be more proud of the team at Cuomo Primetime. The show often the most watched on all of CNN. But some eyebrows raised by jokey interviews between the Cuomo brothers after COVID gripped New York. You know, this is the regular swab. This is what we're told disappeared in the governor's nose. Two sons of one of America's most prominent political families, both brought down by their actions in a single sprawling scandal. Raf Sanchez, NBC News. Seen Bronny James in his career. Beautiful split against the ball screen. Third foul for Bronny. And then he follows up with the finish. Watch people. Because you can fake for a long time, but one day you're going to show yourself to be a phony. That's for true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what these, you know, a lot of people are doing these days. Don't support the phonies, support the real. You know what I mean? How can these people be talking about how they're so real and they don't care about our communities? How can they be talking about what they all this, you know, the hood, blah, 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 blah. They don't care about our communities. You know what I mean? Listen to the words that people say in their lyrics and tell me if that's some real, sh if that's real to you. You know what I mean? Listen to what they saying. Don't just bob your head to the beat. Peep the game and listen to what I'm saying and hold us accountable for it. I would tell each and every person out there, don't forget about that clicking up sh thing. You know what I mean? Be to yourself. Stay to yourself. Trust nobody. Trust Nobody after dark. You know what I mean? Straight yeah. up. My closest friends did me in. My mm -hmm. closest friends, my homies, people who I done took care of their whole family. I done took care of everything for them, looked out for them, put them in the game. Before present to you the designee for national hero of Barbados, Ambassador Robin Rihanna Fenty. May you continue to shine like a diamond and bring honor to your nation by where by your words by your actions, and to do credit wherever you shall go. God bless you, my dear. The hashtag Ngonka has been at the top of South Africa trends list for over 24 hours now. If you've been paying attention, you will have noticed how over the past week, Skonka has been trending at or close to the top every Monday and Tuesday. So, what is Ngonka and why does it keep appearing on our timeline? Gonka Soweto is a restaurant and nightclub in Pimville, Soweto. The establishment, which was revamped and rebranded from the old iconic Soweto nightclub earlier this year, seems to be owned by the entrepreneur who owns another Soweto hangout spot, Moja Cafe. Over the past week, several of the country's biggest artists have performed at Gonka, including headline performances from the likes of aka ricky rick dj maporisa Deben gogo black motion and the list honestly goes on forever in one viral video a table was seen receiving 16 bottles of exclusive champagne ace of spades with one bottle of that costing 14,000 rands at Konka, try try rather timesing that by 16 bottles 
Now, not to bore you with the whole intro, the purpose of this video was to try and unpack the real reason why Konka Soweto is so popular and especially why to people that do not even stay around Soweto. If you've ever been to the establishment, you will realize that there's nothing really fancy about it. It's something that you always see in the likes of your Santin, your Rosebank. It's honestly not a foreign feeling. From the interior design to the exterior, there's nothing special about it. But why do a lot of people go there my two cents on this matter is the fact that the place was highly targeted for wealthy people and a lot of young township girls see an opportunity there a lot of people go there to actually go for men and not the vibe the reality is it's a place where a lot of men i'm going to say men because in most cases women are not the ones that do this it's a place where men really want to show off their assets it's a place where you want to see the person who drives the most expensive car it's a place where a lot of people want to show off that i can spend five hundred thousand rands on um a, a bunch of alcohol and i can spend it on girls etc etc there's nothing wrong with that there's absolutely no need for anybody to question your way of spending money however i genuinely feel in my heart also looking at the videos of gonka soweto that really there's nothing special about it it's just a place where wealthy people go there to show off their wealth it's about who can spend the biggest money in that day or who has the fattest check or who drives the nicest car who has the latest louis vuitton and it's a place where honestly women in the township can go there look for wealthy men and say this will be our escape goat there is a narrative out there that the establishment was established in order to uplift the Kasi or township community but the reality is that is not true all of this is just a phase if the the purpose rather of the place is to establish the township community why is it that most of the people that are hired there are not from the township I personally know one of the girls who worked who works there as a hostess and honestly the requirements for you to become a hostess are insane you need to look a particular way your skin color needs to be a particular way or that of a lighter shade you need to have certain curves in this position you need to you know have a lot of followers and honestly when they do send out these advertisements and say we are looking for hostesses they are really not looking for girls from Soweto because according to her there's nobody from Soweto all these girls are from places as far as Pretoria, Rosebank, Mamilodi, Santin because really they do make quite a lot of money on the tips but the reality is it's not to uplift the girls in the Soweto or township community it's for people outside of the community my question remains if you're going to have or run a business that markets itself as one that is uplifting the township economy then why not hire people from the township really it's just all a front to drag people from the other side of the world and by the other side of the world i mean people that live in suburban places to give them an experience of what it's like to live in the township and at the end of the day those people go back to their fancy homes and you have young kids in the township who are introduced to drugs and alcohol at a very young age because it is so close to them. They are literally exposed to it because of everywhere you turn, you find a nightclub.
And she talks. She works with everything. Yeah, and she also tones like her stomach. Okay. All of them look like they take care of themselves. You understand? So I, I'm hoping that Naya, she looks after herself like her friends. Like, Mangagi, I'm an language ally, South Africa. But it's not about me, it's about your friends. So let's talk about your friends. Let's talk about Visa. She doesn't sound like she's got a bit of, you know, spunk and sex in this show. Because she's unique. Very much. You look very sexy. Is she as sexy as you? More. More? Yeah. Shorter dress? More, yeah, more definitely. Healing. She has got great legs. Yeah, and does she have good tugs? I knew it. It will all end in tears. I'm saying she takes control. I think Randy's got to be pissed. You know, this is our American Idol update. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck as long as he's making, you know. He's rich, he's famous, he's making money. Yeah, but it's really his show. Can you quit picking your nose during a fucking podcast? No. Why am I so tired and weak? I'm sick. What's wrong with me? Something's got to be wrong. All right, let's... I'm going let's to the, don't we have any showbiz story? I don't have the strength I had. With Richard Foss.
feel me. On the one hand, almost all the Omicron cases have been mild so far. But on the other hand, the guy who stands to gain millions of dollars from new vaccines says we need new vaccines. Huh. If we don't make a new vaccine, this disease could be with us Ferrari. I mean forever. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Now look, I'm not saying that the CEO of Moderna is lying. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, I don't think he's the most objective source on this topic. You know, I'll wait to hear what neutral experts say about a new vaccine. People like public health officials or the CEO of Johnson & Johnson. I mean, he's got nothing to gain because nobody's going to buy his vaccines either way. So I trust him. So you want to take over for Letterman. You want to host Late Show on CBS. Yeah, that's... Well, here's the thing with that champ. That's short for champion. If you want to be a talk show host, it's better if you're funny. Now, there have been some guys who are not funny. Tom Snyder, David Suskind, Ted Koppel. But funny's better. Now, have you ever had any experience with being funny? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian. You're a comedian. Well, I've known you for a week and you haven't made me laugh once. I had no idea you were a comedian. I thought you were a newsman. No, I'm not a newsman. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Jesus. Well, all right. Let's see it. See what? See the funny. Make me laugh. Go. Go? Go. Funny. Three, two, one. I'm go. I'm not that kind of funny. What kind of funny? The kind where you just say go and I'm funny. All right. I think you better leave my office. Jack, Mr. Dole, I, I look, there's different kinds of funny, right? There's different kinds of performers. I'm not that kind of performer. Let me tell you what kind of what you are. You're whatever you have to be to make people laugh. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. You turn it on on a dime. You get that belly moving, son, or you're out. Now tell the truth. You're just scared, like a rookie. You're like some kid at a talent show with a number pinned to your shirt. You got nothing or you would have shown me now. So get out. Thank you. Have a nice day. Fine. Lick, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on this. I don't, uh, this is either a, a, a door or a wall for me, and I, it's either the beginning or the end. I, I don't, I, please. Okay, then. Let's see the funny. Three, two, one, go. Funny. This is it, bud. You want me to start at one and go up? One, two, three, funny. Okay, last chance and then we're really done. Done and done. Let's go, kid. You want the big gig? Let's see it. Make me laugh at the count of three. One, two. Kibuloibo. Labubona kibuloibo. All facts. 
This is, hey, listen, listen. Somebody is bewitching Alec Baldwin. Okay? Alec Baldwin is not safe. These are all fucking facts. Somebody is bewitching Alec Baldwin. Bruv, an evil spirit. An evil spirit pulled the trigger. Legit! An evil spirit killed that fucking cinematographer, bruv. Listen, fam. Alec Baldwin said in an interview, right, that he did not pull the trigger off the gun that fired a live round on the set of the film Rust. Killing the film's cinematographer and wounding its director. Alec Baldwin is out here claiming that he did not pull the trigger. Bruh! Black magic! I mean, I mean, fam, listen, I believe Alec Baldwin. Legit! Bruh, I knew. I fucking knew. I knew that Alec Baldwin being a fucking marksman was too good to be true. She was someone who was loved by everyone who worked with and liked by everyone who worked with and admired. Alec Baldwin is still haunted by the death of Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer he shot and killed on a movie set. We have two injuries from a movie done, shot. Okay, we're getting him out there already. Just stay on the phone with me. Thank you. How it could have happened is still a mystery to investigators, and it's clear from his first interview since the shooting, Baldwin himself. He says he was told the gun was safe. I let go of the hammer, the gun, the gun goes off. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. It was some time before he realized what had actually happened. The notion that there was a live round in that gun did not dawn on me till probably 45 minutes to an hour later. 45 minutes to an hour. How that live round got there is the focus of the investigation. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Last month, Lane Looper told Sky News he'd left the film because of concerns about safety. This set was unsafe simply because they didn't have the wherewithal to, you know, follow, you know, safety rules that we have in this industry that we've been following for decades. Baldwin said he'd never raised those concerns with him and denied corners had been cut. He has, though, considered giving up acting. I couldn't give of my career anymore. Is it over? Why? Well, it could be. Is this the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yes. Yep. Do you feel guilt? No. Someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. Alec Baldwin says he doesn't expect to be criminally charged over the shooting, but six weeks on, like everyone, he's still waiting for answers. Greg Milam, Sky News, Los Angeles. Bruv, I haven't been sleeping very well, okay? It's been weeks now. I've been out here tossing and turning on a fucking daily because of Alec Baldwin, bruv. I was struggling to believe that Alec Baldwin could just be my favorite shooter's favorite shooter. I was struggling to believe that Alec Baldwin was a fucking killer. Legit, I knew that something was amiss. And now we have answers. Now we have the fucking answers. Alec Baldwin did not pull the trigger. So, bruv, who pulled the trigger? 
Huh? Who shot the fucking director? Who shot the cinematographer? Bruv, yo, black magic. Black magic! Legit! Evidently, that fucking gun is from Africa. Evidently, that gun has some fucking... Yo, fam, listen. Listen, Bamuloya. Bamuloya, we need some sage. We need some umpepo. All facts. We gotta burn some sage, my nigga. We gotta pray to Allah. We have to summon the fucking ancestors. The underground gang. Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Because something is amiss. Something is out of place. Something doesn't feel right. Legit, bruv, somebody is trying to bewitch Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and whoa, whoa, niggas ain't trying anymore. These niggas are not trying, bruv. They're fucking executing. These are all fucking facts. He's already bewitched. I'm pretty sure that there's a fucking voodoo doll of Alec Baldwin somewhere in Haiti. Or Malawi. Or Jamaica. Or fucking Barbados. Listen, bruv. Listen. Somebody has bewitched Alec Baldwin. Legit! Legit, bruv! Yo, fam! Yo, yo, yo! Hit up the fucking movie director. Legit, hit up the fucking director and ask him, Sir, who shot you? Huh? Who shot you, bruh? Who the fuck shot you? Legit, bruv, you got shot by a fucking ghost. All facts, because Alec Baldwin didn't pull the trigger. And I believe Alec Baldwin, J-Sweet, Alec, J-Sweet. All facts, bruv, what the fuck is going on? Yo, listen, witchcraft is everywhere, evidently. Witchcraft is everywhere, bruv. Listen, I believe Alec Baldwin. And I know, I know, I know that motherfuckers out there, bruv. Listen, motherfuckers are witches out there, bruv. Motherfuckers be out there practicing black magic. Motherfuckers be out there practicing voodoo. Legit. They be out there practicing voodoo. Niggas be out there visiting Haiti all day, every day, day. What the fuck are you doing in Haiti? Somebody call Rihanna. What the fuck is she doing in Barbados with hard nipples? The fuck are you doing in Barbados? Waloya. Waloya. Look at ASAP Rocky. Just look, just look at ASAP Rocky, bruv. He went from fighting in prison, right? Slipping on semen. To now, to now, you know, acting like a fucking activist. Right? He's out there. Oh, oh yeah. Ah, and I'll fight for women rights. Oh, pr protect all women. Protect all women. Hashtag me too. Know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. This fucking guy used to be a warrior. He used to be out here hopped up on purple sprite, slipping on semen, fighting the good fight. Balling on Tumblr, doing the right thing, slapping bitches, treating them like trash. Bruv, what happened to that ASAP Rocky? Bring back that ASAP Rocky. Make ASAP Rocky great again. MAGA. Make ASAP great again. Facts. MAGA. What happened to that fucking guy? Now ASAP Rocky is out here fighting for women. What happened to just fucking bitches and doing drugs? What happened to that? Bring back that ASAP Rocky. I miss that ASAP Rocky. Now ASAP Rocky is getting piped down because let's face it, he's the fucking woman in the relationship. He's now getting fucked, pegged by Rihanna. You know, like, you see, this is what happens when you fuck with billionaires. This is what happens. 
This is what happens when you fuck with wealthy motherfuckers. Ask Ghislaine Maxwell, aka Jizlaine Maxwell, what happened to fucking ASAP Rocky? He used to be out there wilding in the Jizlaine, fighting niggas for cultural purposes. What happened to that? I miss that ASAP Rocky. But he's gone. <laughs> he's fucking. He's gone. He's gone. Okay? Look at. ASAP Rocky today. Bamujisi, man. Look at look at this fucking guy. Kisa tutsela, man. Kim kovu, kim kovu. Look at him. Look at ASAP Rocky. Bro, I missed the old ASAP. What happened to that? What happened to that fucking guy? Oh yo yo. Jesus fucking Christ, bruv. Life is crazy, bruv. J. Swee Alec Baldwin. I believe Alec. Legit. Niggas, yo, yo, niggas by lawyer out here, bruv. Niggas be out here practicing black magic. Legit. Niggas be out here striking other niggas with lightning. Bruv, keep your head on a fucking swivel. Be careful out there, bruv. Ain't nobody safe. Abracadabra. Oh, Correction, Manega, if they can get Alec Baldwin, they can get anybody. Ain't nobody safe. The Jibrov, ask my nigga Joop Joop. <laughs> yo, yo, Rav, yo. He has seen witchcraft. Ask my dog, Joop Joop, yo, South Africa, yo, that Joop Joop interview on Podcast and Chill, bruh, yo, talk about, talk about a fucking soap opera, talk about a movie, the fuck is going on in South Africa, huh, Joop Joop was out there dating with Amanda, I mean, yo, dude, hey, bruh, hey, I was watching that shit like, yo, TMI, but also keep talking. <laughs> Legit. But I digress. Niggas be out here practicing witchcraft. The fuck is going on? Ain't nobody safe. Legit, bruv. Ain't nobody safe. Bruh, my mother tried to warn me last week. Did I listen? No. No, I didn't listen. My mother tried to warn me. She was like, yo, bruv, somebody's trying to bewitch me. I didn't listen. She was like, yo, bruv, there's fucking footsteps all over the yard. Evidently, there was a fucking invisible beast walking around the yard. Right? Walking around the yard. You feel me, bruv? She was like, yo, listen, bruv. Read the latest issue of Witchcraft Daily, Maui. Shit, and you'll see me in there talking about how I almost got my fucking head snatched off. Hey, Mama, I love you. POP, and I was like, Oh, beloved mothership, please stop believing this fucking mumbo jumbo. Stop believing this African black people mumbo jumbo. Cut the shit, right? But evidently, I was wrong. I should have listened. Legit, bruv. Witchcraft is real. All facts. Witchcraft is fucking real. Niggas buy lawyer in these fucking streets. I mean, bruv. Alec Baldwin said he didn't pull the trigger. But he had the fucking gun in the palm of his hand. Right? He had the fucking gun in his hands. 
right? And the gun went off. The gun killed a person, a mother. <laughs> Legit. The gun killed a mother. The gun killed a creative. Legit. Right? The gun killed a person with dreams and ambitions. And of course, they are fucking valid. They are fucking valid. She's white. Right? They are valid from the fucking womb. Legit, bruv. Her dreams were valid way before she was even fucking conceived. I'm just saying, bruv. The gun went off and it killed somebody's mother. Somebody's daughter. Somebody's wife. The Jeb bruv and somebody's side piece. Who knows? It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. She was probably somebody's side bitch. Who the fuck knows? All I know is the gun went off. And it killed a fucking woman. Right? And of course, it wounded a man. I mean, let us keep it a buck. Men are stronger than women. There's what it is. <laughs> All jokes. All jokes. Oy, oy, oy. Lies. What I'm trying to say is, a gun went off. It killed a person, but Alec Baldwin didn't pull the trigger. So, bruv, who did? Huh? Who shot these people, bruv? A gun went off. It killed a person. How do you explain that shit? Because Alec Baldwin didn't pull the trigger. That's what he's claiming. How do you make sense of all of this shit? Huh? How? How, Sway? How? I know how. I know how, bruv. I have a fucking solution. Fam, we have to consult a Sangoma. Legit! Legit, bruv. We have to consult a witch doctor. These are all fucking facts. We have to take this case to Zoslam on Mojalav. Legit! Alec, go Alec. Pick up the frog, Alec. Pick up the frog, Alec. That's the woman you killed. That's the woman you killed. If this frog dies... Then she dies, Alec. Then, then she dies and listen if she does. If she dies, she dies. I'm not gonna do anything to bring her back, Alec. Alec. Meanwhile, Alec Baldwin is out there like, oh, uh, she, she's already dead? Uh, so, so what do you mean that if this frog dies, she dies? She, she, she's already dead. Alec! Alec! Bruh, Zoslam is a fucking disaster. Okay? That show is a fucking mess, but I digress. Legit. Fam, we have to consult a Sangoma. Because them niggas, yo, them niggas. Right? Them, them fucking gogos, 
Right? Them niggas are gonna pull up and just fucking throw a couple of bones and they'll be able to tell us exactly what happened. They'll be able to identify exactly who's who in the fucking zoo. Who's who in the fucking zoo? Legit. What's going on? Who bewitched who? Who has fucking magic? Who paid somebody from Limpopo to deliver lightning to Hollywood? What the fuck is going on? That's all I'm asking. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me now. I can't take it no more. We gotta hit up the Gokos. We gotta, we gotta hit up the fucking grandmothers. We have to do the right thing, bruv. Legit. Fam, yo, yo. The Masangoma industrial complex is wild. Because every single Sangoma is a grandmother. Even if you're a guy. Legit. They call every Sangoma a Goko. Right? Bruh, you are a fucking grandmother even if you are 15 years old. Legit. Jeff fam, you are a grandmother. That's what you are. So, bruv, Gokos, unite. Okay? We need, we need a Sangoma equivalent to a Power Rangers Megazord. That's what we need. Jeff, bruv, because y'all fam, listen, listen. Somebody, somebody is fucking bewitching Alec Baldwin. And I don't like it one bit. Jeff, bruv, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Legit, somebody is fucking bewitching Alec Baldwin, and I don't like it. Facts. And you know what, bruv? I suspect Oprah. Random, but facts. Because Oprah, Oprah is surrounded by weird characters. Right? People like Dr. Phil. Right? I mean, I mean, think about it. Look at Dr. Phil. He looks like a fucking pedo. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Legit, bruv, catch me outside, how about that? How about that, you bold motherfucker? Prince William, you piece of shit! Legit, Oprah is surrounded by weird characters. Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, bruh. What the fuck is this fucking wizard trying to do? What the fuck is Dr. Oz trying to do? The fuck is going on? Huh? Bruh, Dr. Oz announced last week that he's running for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania as a fucking Republican. Bruh, bruh, he's out there. Yo, yo, he pulled up and he said that he wants to cure what's wrong with Washington. Huh? Fam, yo, you guys do know that Dr. Oz is a wild boy, right? You guys know that Dr. Oz... Is a wild fucking boy, bruv. He's out there selling miracle products. He's basically a witch doctor who has a fucking degree. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's basically a coco. Legit. Dr. Oz is a grandmother. I'm just saying, bruv. All fucking facts. So evidently, if Dr. Oz is out there fucking peddling miracle drugs, miracle products, this means that this fucking guy knows a thing or two about black magic. I'm just saying, god damn it, I'm good. God damn it, I'm good. Legit. Legit, bruv. I can find a link in anything. I'm too good. I'm too fucking good.
Boloi kabutseba. Number one. Number one. When it comes to motherfuckers bewitching other motherfuckers, listen, I know that shit like the back of my hand. All facts. Bruv, my mother said to me that she once saw her neighbor back in the days, right? Some guy named Steven. <laughs> Some guy named Steven, right? This fucking guy, you know, he used to fucking eat Eat, uh, you know, watermelon with pop, right? This fucking guy was dope. He used to be out there eating rice with bananas. I mean, bruh, listen, everything he did was for cultural purposes. He died a long time ago because, you know, if you eat garbage, eventually you're going to cut the fuck out. But I digress. My mother said she once witnessed Steven, right? <laughs> right? Right? Flying. At night, I was like, bruh, I, I mean, come on, bruh, I mean, you, dude, my mother, let me tell you this, let me tell you this, when it comes to witchcraft, or stories, or, or fucking anecdotes about witchcraft, listen, listen, my mother, my mother be lying, <laughs> okay, listen, hey, don't get me wrong, I fucking adore my mother. I love my mother. She's, yo, listen, she's the fucking best. But, bruh, yo, some of these stories, bruh, I be like, come on, dog. What? She was like, yo, listen, listen, I peeked through the fucking window, and then I saw this fucking guy flying at night. Flying! Like Superman, like he just fucking took off. <laughs> bruh, the fuck is going on? Hashtag witchcraft. But I fucking digress. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz is a weirdo. And Dr. Oz is a fucking Republican. Oprah is surrounded by a bunch of weird motherfuckers. I'm just saying. Right? Hey. Hey. People. Stop listening to Oprah. Okay? Oprah. Oprah doesn't fuck with black people, especially black men. Oprah hates black men. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right? I'm just fucking saying. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Oz is trying to be a fucking senator in Pennsylvania. And he's a fucking Republican. Hashtag MAGA. Make ASAP great again. Jet. I'm just saying, bruv, we live in a crazy fucking time. South Africa, suicides are going up. Suicides are rising in Gauteng. Buckle the fuck up. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying. We live in a crazy fucking world. We live in a crazy world, bruv. 94 of the world's 100 most polluted cities in the world are in India, China, and Pakistan, okay, 94 out of a hundred cities that are the most polluted in the world are literally, bruv, in three fucking countries, India, China, and Pakistan, neighbors, these fucking countries are neighbors, and they have 94 of the most polluted cities in the world out of 100 cities, I mean, bruh, hey, hey, buckle the fuck up. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. Keep your fucking head on a fucking swivel. Legit. Ain't nobody safe. Ain't nobody safe. So, bruv, who shot the cinematographer? Huh? 
Who shot the cinematographer, bruv? I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Twitter's new CEO might know, you know, a thing or two about this fucking situation. Maybe he's got, maybe he's got all the fucking deets. Right? Maybe he's got all the fucking information. Niggas out here talking about a guy named Paraj. Right? Paraj Agrawal. The new CEO of Twitter. I mean, bruh. Hey, who gives a flying fuck about this guy? Bruh, this guy has Elon Musk tweeting memes. Elon Musk is basically saying that this fucking guy is Stalin. Joseph Stalin. Right? A fucking dictator. The Soviet Union's dictator. He's basically saying, hey, Paraj is a fucking dictator. He's going to rip Twitter to shreds. Who gives a fuck? I'm just happy for Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey is out there saving the world, bruv. Hashtag Bitcoin. Hashtag cryptocurrency. Hashtag Jay-Z. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bruv. Who gives a fuck? Niggas are talking about Paraj. Oh, oh, did you see his tweet, Maui? Did you see the tweet where he was quoting something that was said on the Daily Show? Did you see that tweet, Maui? Huh? If they are not gonna make a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? Did you see that tweet, Maui? Who gives a flying fuck? Huh? All I know is India is polluted. That's number one. Number two, all I know is Indians are now taking over American technology companies. Dish water dish. Right? We got fucking Sunda Pichai at Google. We got fucking Satya Nadella at fucking Microsoft. And now we have Paraj Agrawal running Twitter. Dish what it is. 280 characters. Do you kill yourself? Hang yourself? Get cancelled? Do it for the culture. Hashtag MAGA. Make ASAP great again. Fucking hell, bruv. I'm too intense. I'm too fucking intense. I'm too... Listen, listen. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. Who shot the cinematographer? Who? Who? Who killed the cinematographer, bruv? Talking about killers. Talking about killers, El Chapo. The best of them all. Oh, oh, one of the best. Right, El Chapo. Bruv, El Chapo's wife has been sentenced to three years in prison for drug trafficking. I mean, come on, bruv. Come on. She did nothing. All she did was spend the money. Leave her alone. Ask me to fill out That's a number you lied to help you embezzle money. Leave her alone. Legit, bruv. She's an honest woman. Earning an honest living. Leave her alone. Right? She's probably running a fucking avocado farm in Guadalajara. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Right? El Chapo's wife is nothing but a fucking slay queen. Look at her. Look at her! She's a slay queen. Right? 
And she was out here doing what slay queens do. Bruv, South African slay queens be out here sleeping with scammers all day, every day, day. They be out here fucking criminals all day, every day, day. They fucking criminals for the bags. They fucking criminals for the Chanel bags. Right? They're fucking criminals for Lamborghinis and Porsches and fancy apartments in Sentin. Legit, bruv, leave her alone. Legit. She belongs to the streets. All facts, but but it don't mean that she's a criminal. Legit, bruv, she was fucking a criminal. She was getting dicked down by a criminal. But it don't mean that she was also a criminal. All she did was spend criminal money. Or stolen money. Or dirty money. All she did was spend the gua. Legit. That's all she did. She didn't move the fucking weight. She wasn't a fucking mule. No. She was a fucking queen. A queen with no power. Like the fucking queen of England. She was basically queen Elizabeth. With a couple of avocados in her basket. Dish what it is. Leave her alone. She doesn't belong in prison. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm fucking saying. I'm here now. Fucking hell, I'm here now. Legit. Bruv, when I hit Super Saiyan Mao, I'm different. I'm fucking different. My name is Maui Mao, bruv, and I'm different. Leave her alone. The mic is hot. <laughs> the mic is too hot. Leave her alone. That's all I'm saying. Oh, she gotta go. Oh, she gotta go to prison. I mean, she was helping with the criminal enterprise. No, she wasn't helping. She was spending the money on trips. Right? She was spending the money on Chanel bags, Hermes bags, buying Birkins, dish what it dish. Most of these fucking thotties don't care how the money is made, just as long as the money is available. Just as long as the money is readily available when she wants to cop a weave from some fucking Indian woman, right? Who lives in New Delhi, polluted. Polluted? <laughs> right? Oh, I'm sacrificing my hair to, to Krishna for, for good luck. Meanwhile, some bitch in Soweto is rocking your fucking hair for cultural purposes. I'm just saying, bitches are copping bundles all day, every day, day. Hashtag MAGA make ASAP great again. I'm just saying. <sighs> fucking hell. I'm just saying. I'm too fucking intense. I'm too... Listen, bruv. Listen. I'm here now. I'm feeling it. I'm here now. Legit. Shooters gonna shoot. Legit, bruv. Shooters gonna shoot. Even though, even though, some of these fucking shooters are ghosts. Right? Even though some of these fucking shooters are fucking, you know, invisible beasts. Even though, even though some of these shooters give a I'm just saying. Legit. I'm just saying, bruv. Alec Baldwin didn't pull the trigger. Who did? Huh? Who did? I was already dead again. You can't hurt me, only God. Party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck them all, fuck them by. Twerk like it's my last day on this earth. Let the dollar make a work, work. Party till I die. With my chin up high. Fuck them all, fuck them by. Maybe the La Cosa Nostra shot her. 
the ghost of the Sicilian Mafia killed this bitch. Who knows? I'm just saying. What you expect us to do? If you step on a few family toes, I mean, you gotta go. Don't be out here stepping on toes. I love my family's family first. That's what we do in Italiano. My own. We love our mothers. And we love our daughters. And we love our sons just as much. So don't be out here stepping on toes because we'll make you disappear. I'll send Tony and Tony will pull out with, a, with an AR-15. Right? With his fucking fingers dripping with his nana sauce. And he gon' lick that shit off. Mm. Finger licking good. And we gon' blast you, motherfuckers. Please be careful. Keep your head on a fucking swivel. I saw that CNN. <laughs> the nerve of these motherfuckers. CNN has suspended Chris Cuomo, my brother. They have suspended Chris Cuomo for defending his brother, Andrew Cuomo. I mean, bro, what you expect Chris Cuomo to do? Huh? What you expect Chris Cuomo to do? All these bitches coming out with allegations. Allegations. <laughs> Tony, 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 they're talking about allegations. <laughs> My own. Mama me. We pull out with your mama's sauce and just fucking blast them, right? You got your mama's sauce, I got my nana's sauce. We combine the two and we got my nana's sauce, you feel me? And we gonna shoot, we gonna shoot niggas down. We gonna shoot niggas down. So please, please, hey. Hey, family sticks together, family first. So I don't blame my dog Chris Cuomo for defending his brother Andrew Cuomo, even though Andrew Cuomo is a bit, he's a bit creepy. He's a bit, he's a bit creepy. He's a bit handsy, if I may say so myself. Maroon, Maroon, <laughs> if I may say so myself. He's a, he's a spooky guy, he's a creepy guy, he's a weirdo. He be out there asking little girls about their relationships. Who fucked who, who diddle who, who touched who, who kissed who, my own mama me. Mama me. Mama mia, mama mia, mama mia, mama mia. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. Cristiano Ronaldo is a fucking hater. Factos. Messi now has seven Ballon d'Ors. Oh my God. Marron. Marron. And niggas are out there getting shot by the ghost of Tsushima. What the fuck is going on? Huh? Keep your head on a swivel, my nigga. That's all I'm saying. Legit. That's all I'm saying. Life is fucking crazy. Inflation is out here bugging the fuck out. In, yo, bruh, yo, things are getting more and more expensive on a fucking daily. The fuck is going on, mama me? Marone, Marone, MAGA, make ASAP great again. Fuck. Damn, bruv. Fam, I miss semen ASAP. I miss that guy, dude. That guy, dude, I miss that motherfucker, dude. Yo, that motherfucker was fun. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right? 
That's all I'm saying, but I digress, bruv. Inflation is out here moonwalking on the world. Fam, did y'all see the list of the top 10 most expensive cities in the world? Number one is a shocker. I mean, bruv, yo, let's start with number 10. Number 10. Osaka. Tokyo. Japan. Los Angeles is number 9. Right? Los Angeles. In the USA. Feel me? Number eight, Copenhagen. What's that, Denmark? Right? And then you have Geneva. Oh, God. God damn it. Bruh, yo, listen. Listen. One thing about Geneva, right, is that Geneva is fun. Geneva is where elites like, you know, Jeffrey Epstein go to have fun. These are all fucking facts. People who like to fuck with 14-year-olds go to Geneva for cultural purposes. Shout out to my niggas in Switzerland, bruv. I fucks with y'all over there. Right, Geneva is at number seven. Number six, you got New York City, NYC, the fucking rodent capital of the world. There's what it is. Number five, Hong Kong. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? There are reports of dozens of incidents of bias against Chinese Americans in this country. Your own aide, Secretary Azar, says he does not use this term. He says ethnicity does not cause the virus. Why do you keep using this? Because it comes say from it's China. Racist. It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. That's why. Comes from China. I and want to be accurate. Yeah, please, John. Please. I have a great, I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country. But uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China, John. Please. Uh, Xi Jinping is probably out there salivating at the fact that Hong Kong is at number five. He's out there thinking about the money, bruh. He's like, yo, bring the fucking guap home. Bring that fucking cash to the mainland. Come back home, Hong Kong. I want to rule that fucking city with an iron fist. And of course, this fucking fist is gripping a pile of cash. There's what it is. Taiwan, you are next. Hong Kong is number five. And bruv, at number four, we have Zurich. Or is it Zurich? Huh? Huh? Bro, I have a fucking hair stuck. Stuck in my throat. Right? This fucking hair stuck at the back of my throat, man. Zurich. How the fuck do you say this shit? Huh? Is it Zurich? Or Zurich? Or is it Zurich? Huh? Zurich. Zurich. Okay, okay, so it's Zurich, not Zurich or Zurich, it's Zurich. Okay, thank you. Right? Pronunciations. Ugh. Right? Hey, it's a fucking shit show. Is it Omicron or Omicron or Omicron? Right? Or is it Emmanuel Macron? Which one is it? Let's go to fucking France. We, we, bonjour. Messi, seven baron d'or, right? Kylian Mbappé don't want to pass the ball. Emez, we we bonjour, baguette. It's a fucking shit show. But I fucking digress. All I know is Switzerland is expensive 
as a motherfucker. Rest, rest before way to rest, 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 rest before way to rest, rest, rest. And bruv, let's be honest. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a thousand. Right? These pompous Swiss fucks have always been fancy. Do y'all remember World War II? Oh, we are not going to pick a side. We are going to supply the Allied forces and the Germans at the same damn time. We have no friends. We are loyal to nobody but ourselves. Pick a fucking side, Switzerland. Pick a fucking side. Legit. Niggas were out there building bunkers in mountains, right? They had the fucking military chilling in there, ready, waiting for Hitler, bruv, installing explosives on bridges just in case, just in case, right? The fucking Nazis decided to invade Switzerland. The Swiss were like, hey, listen, we got no friends in this shit. We got no fucking dog in this fight. These fucking cowards. You know, out there making fancy watches and making chocolate. Pick a side. Pick a fucking side. How about that? Right? Pick a side. Japan picked a side. Italy picked a side. Right? And they created the fucking Axis with Germany. Pick a fucking side. Legit. Right? The Allied forces picked a fucking side. The USA picked a side. China picked a side, Russia picked a side, pick a fucking side, Switzerland. That's all I'm saying. Right? Motherfuckers, oh, oh yeah, we, we have bombs everywhere. Right? If Hitler tries to invade Switzerland, bruv, the whole country is gonna go kaboom boom. There's gonna be chocolate all over the Swiss Alps. All over Geneva. Right? It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Now look. Prices are inflated all over Switzerland. It's a fucking shit show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. Yeah, we have Zurich at number four. I'm pissed off. At number three, we have Singapore. Wow, look at me. I know they're sick of me. It's a shame that they're picking me. It's the voice and delivery. Why the label's so enemy? So intimate, she eating my dick like a cinnamon. She love it, she do it again and again. Fuck it, let's copy your friend. Maybe she'll like me, we'll see how it ends. They clipping the Glock, I like how it blends. I know you want money, stop asking your friends, huh? Let's meet in the ends. Break off my guys, you know how it gets from civics to gents. She wanna repent. And technically, technically, Singapore is joint second. Right? You know, you know, I, I hate this fucking, you know, I hate this type of shit. Singapore is tied second, joint second with Paris. Right? Hey, hey, Bloomberg. Right? Because this list was compiled by Bloomberg. How about, how about cut the shit? Stop with this, oh, joint second bullshit. Hey, yo, we have a number three. And number three is Singapore. How about that? Niggas, yo, yo, this fucking list, listen to these fucking numbers. One, two, two, four. What the fuck does that mean? One, two, two, four? Nigga, hey, we have a number three. And the number three is Singapore. Cut this whole joint second bullshit. Cut the shit. We can't go from four to two. Okay, that's not how fucking numbers work. Oh, one, two, two, four, five, six, seven. What the fuck? 
Huh? Two, two? One, two, two? The fuck is going on? Niggas are doing math like these motherfuckers at Conquer. Right? One plus one at Conquer is 11. Evidently, one plus one plus one is 101. I'm just saying. Oh, 111. Look at me doing cock math, Bodmas. Fuck! Houston, we have a problem. The amount of 939, 939,360,000, close to a billion rand for the purchase of the land. The number of babies born HIV positive was reduced by 66% from 24,000 in 2008 to 8.2 uh, to 8.200 in 2011 769 820 <coughs> yeah. and 70 members down from 100.2 million in 2012. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Fucking hell, bruv. I'm here. I'm pissed off. Number three is Singapore, you Bloomberg motherfuckers. Legit. And number two is Paris. Right? Messi just delivered a seventh Ballon d'Or and then the whole city went to hell. Now look. Right? Paris is now the second most expensive city in the world. Bruv, yo, number one. Jesus, man. I can't believe this shit. I cannot believe this shit. Yo, some of y'all probably think that number one is fucking Dubai or whatever the fuck, right? Right? Or Cape Town or Johannesburg. But nah, 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 nah. Number one. <laughs> number one is in the Middle East. Number one is Tel Aviv. Okay? In Israel. Israel is the most... Yo, hey. Hey. How expensive is Israel as a country? How... Yo, what's going on out there, bruv? Bruv, Tel Aviv in Israel is the most expensive city in the world. Right? And listen, to a certain degree, it makes sense. I mean, bruv, living in Tel Aviv, homie, yo, Tel Aviv is under constant threat, right? Them niggas, yo, them fucking Palestinian motherfuckers, they be out there trying to blow Tel Aviv up all day, every day, day. Tel Aviv has a fucking iron dome, right? Now, bruv, do the math. How much do you think that motherfucker costs? How much do you think it costs to protect Tel Aviv? Huh? From the Gaza Strip. How much? It's fucking billions. So of course it costs a lot of money. Because the city is covered. 
Right? The city is protected. The city has a fucking iron dome. It's just fucking, listen, it's a lot of monies. It's a lot of monies. <laughs> That's it. It costs a lot of guap to live in Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv is basically the conquer of cities. I'm just saying. Bada bang, bada boom. I'm just saying. These are all fucking facts, bruv. Life is fucking crazy. That's all I'm saying. Right? Life is expensive. Right? The price of bread has gone up. This is why niggas are killing themselves in South Africa. The price of bread, it keeps going up. The price of traveling, the price of public transportation keeps going up. Right? How the fuck do y'all expect these fucking slave queens to live? Huh? Slave queens need money. Slave queens need resources. Legit, bruv. Now, fam, yo, 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 yo. When resources keep going up, listen, bruv, their bodies can only take so much. Legit. When the price of resources keeps going up, fam, what the fuck do you think these girls are supposed to do? How many men do you expect these fucking slave queens to fuck? How many men? How m- Listen, yo, their bodies can only take so much. Legit, bruv. How much punishment do you want these fucking daddies to take? Huh? These daddies, these daddies, bruv. They don't know their fathers. They're out there living fast, dying young. They've been out there searching for their dads. Who's daddy? Who's daddy? Huh? Who's daddy? Hey, baby girl. Who your daddy? Who's daddy? Huh? Hey, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. Hey. Hey, Teddy. Hey, Teddy. At the World Health Organization. Who's your father? Who's daddy? Huh? Who's daddy? Wednesday. It's a Maury exclusive. Montero found the love of his life. Maury, can you bring my man out? But was shocked to discover Jai was married. Me and Jai have been together for about a month and a half. You're a liar. With a child. This might be your baby, Maury. Is Jai the dad? In the case of four-year-old Noah. Or will Montero get exactly what he wants? Wednesday on Maury. are not the fire. It's getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. Tristan Thompson is in trouble again. 
Daily Mail can exclusively reveal that the womanizing basketball player is expecting his third child, a baby boy, with a Texas personal trainer. DailyMail.com female editor Charlie Langston is joining me now from the New York newsroom with more on this one. And Charlie, we've obtained a paternity lawsuit, and this woman is suing for child support before the child's born. That's right, Thomas. Her name is Marilee Nichols, and she's due to give birth to her baby any day now. The 31-year-old mother-to-be says she conceived the baby with Tristan in Houston during his 30th birthday celebrations back in March. Keep in mind he was still with Khloe Kardashian at that time, with whom he shares a daughter, Truth. Believe it or not, in the lawsuit filing, Tristan does admit to having sex with Marilee, but he insists it only happened that one night. Meanwhile, she says the affair began at least five months before his birthday, which means we're talking about November 2020. And she says it involved her traveling to California on multiple occasions, and it even continued after she got pregnant, Thomas. Well, Tristan and his legal team, Charlie, they did not respond to our request for comment. Uh, we're going to have to wait to see how all of this plays out, and we will follow it. Our Charlie Langston reporting for us. Charlie, thank you very much. Twitter founder and CEO Jack Dorsey is officially stepping down. The company's chief technology officer, Parag Agrawal, is taking over. He was appointed by Twitter's board of directors in a unanimous vote. Described as a close friend of Dorsey's, Agrawal began his career at the company as an engineer. In a statement Monday, Dorsey praised Agrawal, saying, quote, My trust in Parag as Twitter's CEO is deep. His work over the past 10 years has been transformational. I'm deeply grateful for his skill, heart, and soul. It's his time to lead. For more, let's bring in Wired editor-at-large, Stephen Levy. Excuse me there, Stephen. Stephen is also the author of several books, most recently, Facebook, The Inside Story. And Stephen, in that resignation letter, Jack Dorsey talked about the limits for Twitter while it was founder-led. He said, quote, it is critical that a company stand on its own free of its founder's influence or direction. A little surprising coming from a founder. So what do you think he means by that? Well, I think what he was saying is that Twitter does need change. And, you know, uh, because he carries so much weight as, as the founder that he has to leave. But as you know, that, that's sort of against sort of the conventional wisdom of Silicon Valley, which determines that only a founder can make significant changes to a company to really deeply change its culture. Um, otherwise, you know, the changes they make will kind of bounce off. You know, Twitter employees have praised Dorsey for being a visionary, but he's also been called the laissez-faire CEO. Did this decision to step down come as a surprise, given what we know about him? Well, not really. Um, you know, I mean, I, I do describe him in ways a hamlet of Silicon Valley because the way he always vacillated about making changes in content moderation on Twitter. But in this case, in March 2020, uh, Jack cut a deal with activist investors who basically wanted him out because he's the CEO of two public companies. He uh, is, you know, founded uh, a great company called Square, which is now a $100 billion company. And Jack always felt that he could run Twitter and Square at the same time. The activist investors didn't like that. They thought that maybe with Jack out, um, they can get uh, someone in there who'll be friendlier to Wall Street. And the deal they cut put some people on the board and actually started a process that led to a looking a search for a successor. So uh, as far as uh, I was concerned, the writing was on the wall uh, a little over a year ago that Jack was on his way out. Stephen, what do you think Dorsey's legacy will be here? Twitter has had so much influence on the culture and it's had a lot of criticism for spreading misinformation. 
That's right. I, well, I think, first of all, we have to give him amazing credit for starting this platform that gave anyone the chance on impulse, for better or for worse, to say whatever they wanted and, and put it out to the world. So that that's something significant. I think people remember, you know, how Twitter grew and how it didn't grow quite enough. It did never reach the billion-plus level of some places like Facebook. So um, it's a mixed legacy, but a super significant one. So tell us about his replacement, Parag Agrawal. Growth is obviously a goal for him coming in. Where do you think he's going to take the company? Well, I think he's uh, going to be a leader in, in the mold of Sundar Pichai of, of Google, um, a technical person, went to the same college, this college that uh, the Institute of, of Technology in India, which has delivered several major CEOs. And uh, he's technically oriented, a serious fellow. He's close with Jack. Um, and I think that he will be friendly with Wall Street um, and, you know, uh, all signs point to, you know, uh, him making some really good changes. I think he was behind some of the changes we saw recently as Twitter tries to move to more of a subscription company than one that gets his revenue solely from advertising. We talked a little bit about misinformation. Certainly Twitter and other social media companies have been under scrutiny over the past few years on this. Do you think that this new leadership will take a different approach when it comes to regulating and moderating content? Well, I think they're going to keep trying. Uh, maybe they'll be more decisive. But the problems are really, really intense. One thing that they're trying to do that without a lot of success is to get rid of these uh, tweets, particularly harassing ones, from people who just sign up, um, create multiple tweets, some of them bots, and, and just basically attack anyone uh, who says something controversial. Stephen Levy, editor-at-large with Wired. Stephen, thank you. Thank you. Gets the ball down low, double team, kicks it out to Bronny James for three. Bronny James gets the three-pointer to fall. To Bronny James for three. Bronny James drains another three-pointer. Gets it to Bronny. Bronny with the pull-up. Bronny is wet tonight. He's got the back pedal like that. Point game now. It was 20 at one point. Bronny for three. And Bronny. Omicron, the worst transformer ever. So it was a car and then it became a virus? Yesterday, the first case was identified right here in the United States. And it didn't take long for the sequel to come out. We do begin this hour with breaking news on the pandemic. The second confirmed case of the Omicron variant in the United States has just been confirmed. This one in Minnesota. We don't know much about the patient yet, except that they had only traveled domestically. Health officials say that the man developed mild symptoms on November 22nd after going to an anime convention in New York City. 53,000 people attended that event between November 19th and the 21st. Well, now the city wants those attendees to get a COVID test immediately, wear face masks and practice social distancing until they get their test results back. That's right. One of the first U.S. cases of the new COVID variant may be an adult man who attended an anime convention. I mean, which is good. At least we know that it's not transmitted via eye contact. No, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love anime. Honestly, I do. In fact, when I heard about this, I wondered if the guy got infected in anime style. It's Omicron. Its power is stronger than any other variant I've ever seen. It's got so many spikes. Ah, I should have gotten a booster shot. Oh, if I don't breathe, maybe I can survive. Oh, But people, please remember this. Please remember this. We shouldn't be surprised 
when we find more and more cases, okay? Because Omicron is like those microscopic bugs that live in your eyelashes. Even if you don't see them, you know that they're there. Yeah, laughing at you about all the spiders that crawl into your mouth while you sleep. And also, don't forget, don't forget this. We have no idea if Omicron is actually that bad. What I mean by that is we don't know if it might spread more easily or, you know, we don't know if it'll be more deadly. It's, it's just too early to know. And I hate to sound like someone describing every streaming show right now, but you gotta stick with it past the first couple of weeks and see where it goes, you know? But anyway, let's move on from COVID to America's other national pastime, baseball. The only sports you can think about to yourself to stop from orgasming. Yeah, sorry, hockey, you're too sexy. In some ways, being a baseball player is unlike any other job in the world. I mean, for one thing, if your entire office got into a brawl, you wouldn't go back to work five minutes later like nothing happened. But also, being a baseball player is still a job, which means that sometimes they get into disagreements with their bosses. And now, one of those disagreements has shut down the entire league. Breaking news from the world of sports overnight. For the first time in more than 25 years, Major League Baseball is now in a work stoppage. Owners locking out players after months of failed talks toward a new labor contract. The biggest economic issues right now between MLB and the union have to do with when players become free agents and how much they get paid. Players Association uh, wants young stars to get paid sooner and not be restricted to teams for the first six years of their career. Now, the lockout freezes all league business until an agreement is reached. That means no trades, no more free agent signings, and no players are allowed inside club facilities. And if you go to MLB.com or your favorite team's website, you're gonna notice all images and videos of players have been completely removed. They took all the players' photos off the MLB websites. You know who's feeling great about this right now, yeah? Anyone who collects baseball cards. Well, 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 you guys said there was no reason for me to have a photo of Albert Pujols, but now I'm the only guy who knows what he looks like! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha! At the same time, though, this is all happening in the off-season, so there's plenty of time for them to work out their differences before the season starts. You know, this is like a haunted house owner getting tough with the employees in July. It doesn't really matter. And you know they're gonna work something out because both sides need each other. Like the MLB, they can't go out and hire regular people. We all saw how that turned out with 50 Cent. And baseball players, they have no skills that translate to other jobs. Yeah, I'm looking for a position where I can stand around doing nothing for most of the day, but then every 20 minutes, something comes at my head really fast. Yeah, also, I want to be able to slap anyone's ass whenever I like. I'm outside the Seoul City Hall, soon to be the first local government to join the metaverse, with plans to establish a platform for contactless communication by the end of 2022. A virtual city hall will allow you to do everything from touring a historic site to filing a civil complaint. The platform will also host some of the city's leading festivals, such as the Seoul Lantern Festival in the Metaverse. This $3 million project is part of Mayor Oh Se-hoon's 10-year plan for the city. It also taps into South Korea's Digital New Deal, a countrywide plan to move towards a digital economy with the integration of data, network and AI. 
The South Korean government has long been imagining the future of cities, spending the last two decades conceptualizing Songdo, its smart city from scratch. The platform will kick off with a virtual New Year's bell ringing at the end of this year. By 2023, the city will open its Metaverse 120 center, which will serve as a virtual city hall where residents meet their local officials in their avatar forms to request services or file complaints. The details of how this will work and what kind of devices that people will use to access the platform are yet to be released, but it does provide a glimpse of what the Metaverse could mean for urban life. South Korea, along with Barbados, is one of the few governments trying to enter the Metaverse. If they can make it work, the Metaverse could open doors to millions of people who would otherwise be excluded. A Houston man has pleaded guilty to fraudulently obtaining 1.56 that is million dollars in PPP loans. So this is one of many cases of PPP fraud, leaving some business owners who need the money out of luck. Here's our consumer reporter Heather Sullivan. A Lamborghini, a Rolex watch, a Ford F-350. Those are just some of the things that a Houston man bought after fraudulently obtaining a $1.6 million PPP loan, money that was intended to help businesses survive the pandemic. It looked like you've already um, gotten a loan, and I said, I haven't. They said, well, it looked like you're on your second round to get a second loan. And I was like, I, I mean, I was like, are you serious? Sheree Young says she learned someone had taken out $40,000 in PPP loans in her name, preventing her from getting a loan for her wine and marketing businesses and charity organizations. As a person like me that really need the funds or needed the funds at the time and couldn't get the funds. So, I mean, I had to go in, um, you know, like I say, take money from my savings. The Department of Justice says it has prosecuted more than 100 defendants for fraudulent PPP loans. Lee Price III of Houston just pled guilty to fraudulently obtaining $1.6 million in PPP loans, buying a Lamborghini Urus, a Ford F-350 and a Rolex, using the name of someone who died. A University of Texas report suggests one in six PPP loans is suspicious, but the Small Business Administration says it's much lower. In the case of PPP, it's less than half a percent of loans we even suspect were ineligible. And that the vast majority are helping real businesses. Here in Houston, we were averaging about 1,300 PPP loans every single day to small businesses, about $85 million every business day during COVID. So there were 350,000 businesses, give or take, that got those loans. Meantime, Young says she's had to work for months to clean up her credit report. I've had to write all three credit, all three credit bureaus and have to put locks, have locks put on my accounts. So every time something happens, I get an email or an alert to my phone letting me know that someone is trying to do something. The SBA says 33% of PPP loan recipients are still eligible to have those loans forgiven. Plus, there are a number of loans and grants still available to help businesses that are struggling, including the new Harris County Business Grants. I have links to help you apply for all of these on Sullivan Smart Sense on Fox26Houston.com. Heather Sullivan, Fox 26 News. Alexa, start the car. 
start the car. Where are you going? I need to stop at a store and then we're going home. What about the connection you just found between Kenny and your father? Alexa, find the nearest liquor store. Oh, you want to get drunk? Let me guess, someone said something you didn't like and it made you want to pound beer and wine. It's not pounding beer and wine. I drop wine shots into the beer. It's called a smorgasbord and it's very cultural. Stop acting like a child and support your dead friend, Stan. You don't even have any- Alexa, stop! Thank you, thank you, Father. Hello, everyone. My name is Rabbi Cartman, and I was Kenny McCormick's very, very best friend. Kenny was not a Jew, but he had so many amazing Jewish qualities, qualities that I see in my loving wife and my amazing kids that are right over there, over there by the cow. And as we all return now to our homes and our lives, I think that a lot like Abraham, let's not forget Excuse me, everyone! Hello? Everyone, can I have your attention, please? We got results from the PNR scan of Dr. McCormick's remains, and we now know the cause of his death. Now, we all need to stay calm. There is no reason to panic. But Kenny died of COVID. It's a new variant. The COVID Delta Plus Rewards Program variant. Alexa, what's going on? There's some kind of road closure ahead. Set up a perimeter! I want all exit points sealed! South Park, there is an outbreak of COVID in your community. You are being quarantined. Hey, dude, I don't live here. I need to get home. Nobody is going in or out. We have confirmation that one person in this community has never been vaccinated against COVID, so we must quarantine everyone. One person? Well, who is it? We are not allowed to say. But if you tell us who the unvaccinated person is, we can have them vaccinated and then this will all be over. We can't tell you who it is because in case you forgot, it's the future and we don't single out or ridicule anyone for their personal beliefs. Guy, hate the future. What does this mean? Yeah, what's it mean, Daddy? I think it means we're all stuck in South Park. Time is money. Money is time. But how are we printing money if we can't print time? Somewhere down the line, they decouple the dime. So it continues to climb. Are we no longer alive? Those bureaucrat bankers, they can't hold a rhythm. Blew their load, they fuck the system. Time to build an actual pendulum. Keep beats and 
Say no to printers, say yes to blocks Time's up for fear, it's fuck of a clock Tick tock, next block, time chain don't stop Can't exploit time, now they are mad For they can't cheat time, and it makes them sad Time is scarcity, the dollars are fed Time is verity, the appeal is an ad Here's how we do it Time is a concept, varies in space So need a new clock to strum its own bass Time is a process, moving the imminent Into the real past, via the present Time is a record of a transaction Open consensus, ordered our actions Let's trade openly, cause I don't trust you You don't trust me My time for a token, my token for your time Don't need j Power to mint a new dime Better than a dollar, that's one of a kind Energy bag hard money takes a hell of a time New stats need work, from guessing to mine New blocks release, on a cadence design To keep the miners in sync, to a sure rhythm that links All the transaction is synced, and all are very distinct On the time chain, here's the meaning of a fair game Each guess is a chance, to make the same claim Can't know in advance, which block will be passed Put in the work and you'll be added to the main chain Nah, there's no profit to cheat Only a clown take a loss is trying to outcompete Time will compound against futile lies and deceit History's written by the victors and we bought the receipt To, to all, all the dreamers, dreamers, build everything on top New art, new essence, everything on top New commerce, new city, everything, everything on top Eat all their pies cause we know the time chain don't stop 700 k's in, they can't catch up To the biggest, the heaviest, the strongest bedrock Try to nuke our chain, yeah we don't give a fuck Tick tock, next block, time chain don't stop Fix, fix the, the money. money, fix the world Yeah, time is freedom, and we own ours No friction, rent seeking, fake growth, no real gains When money is time, high quality rain, high quality food That shit takes time, high quality boo, that shit takes time High quality world, that shit takes time Hard money, real cost, changes paradigms One source of truth, an independent response One set of rules, a new reality dawns Welcome the newfound renaissance TikTok, next block, time chain, don't stop Crypto against the fucking world Well, it was on November 24th that South African officials first alerted the World Health Organization that they had discovered a new variant. Now, this date is really important because many health officials in Europe are now going back and looking at their old testing data. And in the Netherlands, it seems there has been quite a revelation that between November 19th and November 23rd, testing results now show the Omicron variant was present in the population. In other words, it was already circulating in Europe before South Africa sounded the alarm. Now, this opens up a whole range of fresh questions, including whether it was right for Europe to close the border with South Africa and other countries in the region, given the variant was already here. We know that President Cyril Ramaphosa has long said that it was a discriminatory move by Europe and other countries to make that decision. And these new results may very well add weight to that argument that it was not based on science, but instead based on politics. We know the World Health Organization has also been critical of the move. They note that the way South Africa has been treated in all of this could in many ways provide a disincentive in the future for other countries to sound the alarm if they discover a variant. In other words, other officials may not want to be as open and as transparent as South African officials have been, given it could result in border closures around the world. Trent Murray, SABC News, Berlin. You know, don't use fossil, don't use coal. You have to have financing behind that. For Africa to actually transition, experts say it would take an investment of 70 billion every year. The Global North should pay a climate debt for the exploitation that has gone on for so many years. 
Those who created the problem have a duty to invest in making this happen. And when global leaders force an investment of 70 billion every year. Or don't use coal, you have to have financing behind that. For Africa to actually transition, experts say it would take an investment of 70 billion every year. The global north should pay a climate debt for the exploitation that has gone on for so many years. Those who created the problem have a duty to invest in making this happen. And when global leaders met in Paris in 2015, they agreed. The landmark Paris Climate Accord included something called the Green Climate Fund, a way for wealthy countries to help developing nations transition. They pledged to give 100 billion a year by 2020. And we are nowhere near getting that. They've fallen short by 90 billion. Some wealthier countries are investing billions in clean energy projects across Africa, but they're investing even more in fossil fuels. In 2020, Britain's Prime Minister addressed a UK-Africa summit. There's no point in the UK reducing the amount of coal we burn if we then trundle over to Africa and line our pockets by encouraging African states to use more of it. Is there? But days later, it came out that 90% of the energy deals that Britain had made that week were in fossil fuel projects. And the pattern continues. China has made wind and solar technologies much cheaper, but they're also still investing in coal plants. And recently, the U.S. has invested $9 billion in fossil fuels around the world, most in sub-Saharan Africa. While the streets of wealthy countries are getting cleaner, These eight ferocious notes open one of the most explosive pieces of music ever composed. Ludwig van Beethoven's Symphony No. 5 premiered in 1808 on a blisteringly cold Vienna night. The piece was just one small part of a lengthy program, and the orchestra had been hastily assembled and under-rehearsed. But despite this inauspicious premiere, the symphony quickly won acclaim. One critic likened the piece to glowing beams of light piercing through the darkness. This intensity persists throughout the composition, and its dramatic musicality continues to move listeners today. So what exactly makes Beethoven's Fifth so captivating? When the symphony premiered, Beethoven already had a formidable reputation. While his peers produced music exclusively for religious functions or private events held by their wealthy patrons, Beethoven was one of the first freelance composers. He made his living composing and selling his music to publishers in multiple countries and showcasing his compositions to an adoring public. This career choice gave him the flexibility to compose for self-expression, and Beethoven was always pursuing new ways to translate his powerful emotions into music. At the time, most composers worked within the classical style, which offered limited options for a piece's overarching structure and instrumentation. Beethoven composed most of his earlier pieces in this tradition, following in the footsteps of role models like Mozart and Haydn. But with his fifth symphony, he experimented with elements of romanticism. This blossoming mode of composition was known for its expressive melodies, extended forms, and surprising instrumentations. 
The first movement of Beethoven's fifth uses a classical sonata form, in which a central musical idea is explored, developed, and repeated in an altered manner. Within these parameters, he explores a simple idea with incredible depth. A single rhythmic motif serves as the building block for most of the movement, three short notes followed by a lingering fourth. One of Beethoven's biographers would later call this pattern the fate motif, because it suggests the figure of fate knocking at the door. While it's not clear if Beethoven composed the motif with fate in mind, these notes certainly create a gripping hook. The rhythmic pattern creates forward movement, while the prolonged fourth note signals doom. This motif haunts the symphony, including its accompanying parts and rhythmic flourishes. Beethoven experiments with dozens of variations, playing out across different instruments and pitches. Throughout the piece, this motif is passed around the orchestra like a whisper, gradually reaching more and more instruments until it becomes a roar. The motif's inventive repetition is a large part of what makes this piece so memorable, but it's not the only innovation on display. This was the first major orchestral composition to use trombones, and Beethoven also employs a high-pitched piccolo and a low-pitched contrabassoon to give the orchestra a wider range than most classical compositions. Exaggerated musical dynamics further heighten the drama. And harmonically, the piece has a clear emotional arc, beginning in a somber C minor and ending in a triumphant C major. This progression, from ominous unease to majestic resolution, is a testament to Beethoven's ability to inject raw emotionality into his music. He wrote this symphony while battling with hearing loss, and his anguish can be heard in the composition's thunderous and repeating musical phrases. Beethoven continued to compose even after he became completely deaf, producing innovative music until his death in 1827. And the Fifth Symphony's central motif has continued to resound through the ages. Outside of concert halls, the piece has become a symbol for suspense, revelation, and triumph. The fate motif sounds out the letter V in Morse code, and during World War II, the Fifth Symphony became a code for victory amongst the Allies. The iconic composition can be found in film scores, and it's even been explored through musical reinterpretations and visual art. But, whatever the context, Beethoven's Fifth takes its listeners through a dark world, then guides them into the light.
Maui, my beloved baby daddy. Please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches. A cornucopia of truths. She called me, Amplella Hore, she's expecting twins. Akaima twinsi au. Akaima twinsi au. Kibaka utsiba hore ma twinsi au akai. So, aska to iketsa clean imu. Aska to iketsa clean. So, huya ena sex that she was having for two years, she calls it hore ki rape. Aibo, endena badulelang. She had parents. Why couldn't she report to her parents? Her parents stood up about the case. And then, oh, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going describe it. I describe it. I'm going to talk to her. I describe it. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to question. I'm going to talk to her. I expose her and her past. Bamutsibela ntshoko ba khona no the internet ishapa khona ya no bamu exposer ka dintotsa gagwe her past. Oh orinya yana ke ke cousin. Ai ke ke e batla cousin yeo. Cousin ya metse gore Amanda Duponte abue e be le khona a a tlhagelang. A ke gopole nna ke tsabane le any of my relatives because of Tabaya khoro molemo o rape le ngwana bona o paletse ko gore a report ko ba di parents ntsa gagwe ba report monna a dula ene ke batlo di tseba di dietsa gatse ning di rape tse dietsa gatse ning di rape tse why ba sa bula di case ka nako eo why ba sa bula di case o ba rinki mashaba a skam papel ana leng ntjele o ntombazana ing papel Aska leka nje atlo papela na le moya waka. Ake mtsebi from a bar of soap. Wam papela. Atlo i describe antla. Kira rura i petum. I describe orka mohare ijoang. I describe. I will publish the pictures. To how my house looks like. After abu ileye na hor. Una reipelo akamu kamureng efing. The color ya bete ana reipelo moyona ine ilijoang. Kia mubata sh**. Show my love for you. 